She likes Joe Rosa. from the Tuesday show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a Bacchanal. <laughs> an orgy of talent. Then... Before I get into things, you just heard Coven, or Coven, wherever you're coming from on that, um, with White Witch of Rose Hall. Before that, the Ribeye Brothers with Roberto Duran. And before that, played a lot of songs. This is a new record, five songs in a row. Slade, featuring Dave Hill, the other Dave Hill on guitar. With Goodbye to Jane before... Oh my god, no, six songs. Negative Approach, Fashionable Idiots. It's only 16 seconds. And then before that, Cleveland's own Little Jimmy Scott with When Did You Leave Heaven? And before that, Glenn Campbell, Wishing Now. And before that, a little song called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. Did I say what a song called Nate Angel Witch from an album called Nate? That I did it wrong. By a band called You get the point. It was Angel Witch. The trifecta of Angel Witch, all of which can only mean one thing. Hello and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill show. With me. Oh, that sounded anticlimactic, didn't it? Play it backwards. Yeah, oh man, I should I don't know why I put that there. Let's keep going. Oh, this God. is all wrong. We need the action music. I need some headphone volume. Oh, yeah, put some headphones. Oh, the headphones. 
Oh, I control the fire. Gotta put I'm, some more action music on. That's more action-y. There we go. What was I saying? Oh yeah, with me, Dave Hill. The pride of Cleveland. Nougat denier and treasurer of the Marcel Dion Appreciation Society. Fredonia chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm adequate. Thank you so much for asking. I'm really jet-lagged. And thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you live each and every... Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say the witching hour. Oh, I like that echo this week. From right here in climate controlled Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. Located right in the cold black heart of glorious downtown Jersey City, New Jersey, where right now. A man named Mitch eats for free, and it's horrifying to watch. As always, we have a gravity to finally good program in store for you tonight. Making his triumphant return to the program, Tim Cronin, frontman for Red Bank, New Jersey's own Ribeye Brothers. He's in the building. He's in the room. There, he's here. I am. And with him, making his. I, I didn't. Can't even. Guess how many record breaking his own record? Dave Windorf, of course from Monster Magnet. Whom, uh, if if you heard that when I was on two weeks ago, I was away last week. Thanks to James Fernandez for filling in. AKA does anyway. If you heard the show, Dave was talking a lot of smack about Tim. Yeah, I know. And uh, it was on all the blogs. That's why I'm here, right? Yeah, to air you got that that mic. You gotta be more on it a bit more. Yeah. There we go. Is that sound? But uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of bunk. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can sort it out and get a little carried away. Get. That's why I'm here tonight. Just to just to yeah, clear the air. Um, Pocket full of bike patches, you know, patch this, (laughs) patch that. Yeah, I mean, we'll get. get, If you guys can work it out, maybe there's hope for all of us. But uh, as always, if you have inter- before we get into all that, if you have internet access, and really, why wouldn't you? Go to the chat room at wfmu.org. Well, right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Frankenbeans, P90, Treadstone, the list goes on and on. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Dave Hill, at Mr. Dave Hill. Go to DaveHillOnline.com. Getting all the plugs out of the way. The one thing, the, of the many things I learned from Joe Franklin. Get the plugs out of the way. He did always get the plugs out of the way. Well, Joe Franklin would probably always say, don't do a radio show after you're like totally jet-lagged and just slurring your words. I know. Well, it'll probably help hey. me. You I don't know. know if you're helping anyone by being here tonight. I look know. At you, look at wreck. I do. I do. I, I was hoping to shower before I could come. That would be, yeah, that's a plus. It's the least I could have done. But, uh, no, yeah, I I was... uh, The show must go on. Yeah, no one made me go into show business. Yes, the show must go on. (laughs) Whoever said that show, really? I think it's in the Bible. All right. This got me thinking, actually. Well, let's give the phone number out, and then I want to come back to that. But the number here, 201-209-9368. That's 201 
209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Miss Shana Feinberg, is out raising a human baby. Danny D, God knows where he is. We're all very worried. James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez, uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing. but he's Traitor. He's doing some. He's a traitor, you think? What Where do you mean? He? He's he's building a he's fence. He's not here. He's building a fence. Now at nine o'clock at night. I thought it sounded suspect too, but he said he couldn't make it. Night fencing. Night fencing. Yeah. Nothing like a little bit of night fencing. I think this is his hair. I just found on the desk. That's How? What? Describe it. I, I'm on my glasses. It's long and hairy. And it's like, why am I holding it? Yeah. Why you? You really? I wouldn't have done that. I have to say. But, you know, it's probably good build build your immune system, you know? I have faith in my, I, I have faith in my immune I'm not one of these people that, you know, wants to avoid all that bacteria. I, I, like, I like my immune system to work. Me Kick too. Because, well, I'm a man of contradictions in that regard. I, like, I wash my hands probably compulsively, but then... Well, that's what I, you're supposed to do. I lick things everywhere I go. So it makes no sense, really. Oh, it's a balance. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then I'm also really delicate. I was in um, Cardiff. Way I was thinking about it. I've been in four countries in the last four days. I know that's nothing for you, Dave. I can appreciate have, what you're talking about. Have I lost you already? No, no. Where? I, I, <laughs> I was looking across the room. You were looking away, like, oh God, please let me be anywhere else but here. You I, act like I put a gun to your head. I'm right here. You did. <laughs> Listen here. No, but I was in I was in Cardiff, Wales, the Paris of Wales, and uh, and my got into my hotel room and it was, I thought it was a little hot and there was no, what a, what's it called, air conditioner thing. That's a European thing. Yeah. 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 There was yeah. no. I couldn't control. So I called down to the front desk in a very gentle manner, not in an aggressive. I was just like, hey, is there a can I control the temperature in here? And they said, no. It is what it is. There's a fan in there. You can turn that on. So I said, all right. And I stripped down to almost nothing. And I turned the fan on. And I took a nap. And I, I could kind of feel like that fan like pushing air into my mouth. Yeah. And I thought, I've just caught a chill. Now I'm going to spend the next <laughs> six months fighting this. And it all happened like in 20 minutes. And, I, and I, then I, I put myself in the shower. It was, t- it was touch and go. A weird Cardiffian strain of germs. I, I kinda, I'm into Cardiff. Where do you guys stand on Cardiff? I've always been there once. Uh, that was a show that uh, Monster Magnet played. And the stage, the entire club was sticky was it that club il bach club il i have no idea in in cardiff yeah because everything is in uh in welsh all the signs i mean it was like it it was like everything was sticky everything was sticky and it was so sticky that in the middle of the show the stage was so sticky that it pulled dave's shoe off so dave that's a sticky stage dave was doing a rock move course he was. And his foot came out of the shoe. Like, laced up shoe. Foot came out of it. And then he kind of had to go backwards and slip the foot back in the shoe. Damn good at it, too. Yeah. That's impressive. It was very impressive. But it was one of the most disgusting places we ever played. When was this? 
2004. It was Carterific. Yeah. Yeah. It's a can-do town. Yeah, it, it, it is a can-do you know, town. It's, it's a, uh, the rock and roll in the UK is like, you know, they definitely put you, put you through your test, you know. We're going to put you in a slimy, sticky place <laughs> to give you, like, no rider, like, no food. Yeah, a couple, of, you know, a couple s- of pieces of cheese. But it's still better. Well, well, see, the crowds are great, and the crowds know what they're talking about, and that's enough for these guys to make money. The crowd yeah. comes, regardless of whether the band gets a dinner or not, you know, and they know that. It's the U.K., so. Well, yeah, in Europe, it seems like you, they treat you, uh, even if you're playing uh, a tiny little venue, um, they they give you sandwiches on the con- on the, <laughs> on the continent, yeah. yeah, but not in England. Yeah, yeah, but then you get to England and it's like here's uh, some potato chips. It's like and, the CBGBs and of you countries. Can have beer, if you want. It's the CBGBs, like he said, the CBGBs of countries. That that mic, you got to bring it a little close to you. It's He's a, right. We don't. The technology's not there. Well, let's let's get let's get this phone call to get the uh, just kick things off. I wonder who could this. I've I don't have no possible no idea who this could possibly I be. I hope it's somebody good. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, Hello, I'm sorry. Who's calling? Who's, I'm sorry, who, who is, who's calling? Bill Graham. Who is it? Bill Graham. Bill Graham. The, the, obscure the, reference, the, maybe the fame, somebody knows. The, from the Fillmore West? I love Bill Graham. He was like yeah. a total prick. Yeah, he was the fame promoter, right? Yeah, you should read a book on him sometime. You won't believe it, just what a giant monster he was. It, you kind of have to be, right, to be a big rock promoter? Uh, I Comes with the territory. Yeah. I mean, my takeaway was like he had to be like that. Yeah. Like Johnny Ramone. Wait, Johnny, what, he was a prick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was the only reason Ramone stayed together so long. Oh, really? Just sheer force of will. Sure force of will. Wow. Ing Dave. Yes, It's the pride of Bensonhurst. Ing Dave. Yeah, let's not worry about it, Ing Dave. What's going on? (laughs) You're on? bloody, Bloody stump of Bensonhurst. The bloody, that might be my new favorite, the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think uh, cadaver spasms is your favorite. I no. just want like, to go up and You know, bloody stump, you just like, should have hung up the then. Give me the announcer's mic. <laughs> and in this corner, the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. I'll give you a little, a little, a little echo for that. And in this corner, the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Ing Dave, ladies and gentlemen, Ing Dave. Oh man, that was beautiful. I, I'm gonna. We should make T-shirts with the bloody stump of Bensonhurst on it. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I could see a whole line of merchandise with that. Yeah, not that it's gonna sell well, but there's a whole line. Well, the people that do buy it will love it. The bloody. Let's get that. Um, let's plant that in the yeah, hearts I, and minds of. of uh, listeners worldwide. I have a feeling it's being it's going down pretty well. I mean, if the bloody stump yeah, right now. Yeah, I predict spontaneous. By the way, I predict before the by ten fifteen we'll see uh, at least a couple uh, designs rendering on, on renderings online. Maybe somebody will copy it. Bloody stump 
of Bensonhurst. I have a feeling about it. I pray that Mr. Snook would do it because he's quite good. Yes, Wade Snook. Or Leacock. Rob Leacock. Joe Tate, I, I happen oh, to know, is out right. of... He's out of commission tonight, I believe. I don't think he's listening because he's out of prison com- again. He's in prison. Yeah, he's, no, Danny no, Hellman. It worked. Danny Hellman. It, I mean, the, it could could be a. The list goes on. Yeah, list. it's a long Justin list. Smith, Justin Smith. Heath, Heath Wilcox. Dave B. Is that a euphemism? Heath. Always bringing it back, aren't you? Dave? What? That's Boy, a bit of a reason. You're looking for. You're it. a little too in touch with your inner fifteen-year-old. I would argue yeah. you're. Inner fifteen-year-old is out. It's never gone. Yeah, it's like riding on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting. Jerk. So how are you guys? I know Dave is adequate. I'm adequate. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm actually pretty good. All you know. I'm. I'm jet lagged though. I think. What's it? Uh, five hours difference. Yeah. Six hours, depending. I was in Paris, France. Oh. The Paris of Paris. The Paris. It is. <laughs> I have to say, for a grown man all alone for five days <laughs> in Paris, I had a very romantic time with myself. I would too. I really did. I mean, I, I interacted with people sometimes. I did some shows, but uh, I wined and dined myself. And did you wander? Oh. That's good for wandering. I, uh, I actually... Because here's the thing, like, I, I wandered a ton. Like, pr- I probably at least walked at least 10 miles a day. Did the French I, hate you? No, the French. And ran. I ran. I did go for a killer yeah. run one, one day while I was there. Um, I mentioned that because you're an American. No, no, I, I have a global thing way about me. Yeah, there are, there are, you know, yeah, if you don't look like, you know. Like a douche. Well, they, they won't give you a yeah, I mean, Dave's been sen- spending so much time in Canada that he kind of passes. Yeah, well, plus I don't wear, like, walk around in, like, Under Armour gear or something. <laughs> not, you know what I mean? Like, you're not wearing, like, a velvet, you know, the velvet eagle. You know, the velvet eagle painting of the... Yeah, well, it's like, what? I don't... I, that's why I noticed, like, Americans, they wear uh They just dress for comfort everywhere. Dress for the f- pictures. That's what pictures are those? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, just look, pictures. look at the, the state of uh, flights. Look at what flights oh look my like God. when you get on a flight. I, it I, was never like that 20 years ago. Now it's just people in, like, like pajamas. It should be illegal. Pants and, what, what is the thinking behind that? Like, you have six hours, say, yesterday, the flight from London. Yeah, and people are like, oh, I better dress... Like I'm doing laundry or something. Yeah, bring bring the pillow from home. I a look, whole bit, a giant blanket. Yeah, neck pillows. Yeah. Get it together. Six hour plane flight from London. It's six Ugh. hours. And then, uh, so I I aggressively go the other way. I have different looks throughout the flight. <laughs> I change I'm glad it you up. Clarified that. Really? Yeah, wow. I get on. I have you one said you look. Go the other way. So. Glad it was clarified. Mm. Do you walk down the aisle with each change? Yeah, yeah. Give people to, a show. Yeah. Just to let people know what's possible. Yeah, you have to have your boarding attire. 
and I guess, and then you're traveling attire, and then you're yeah, and you'd be like, oh, they're going to serve a whole new outfit to leave the plane. Yeah, like they're, oh, they're going to be serving lunch soon. Here's some a se- lunch look, seer supper yeah, like for you. Pressing pants and, and yeah, should I use the iron now? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Does anybody want to hear a bong? Sure. Because I haven't smoked today. A bonk. Did you say a bonk? A bonk. Bong. A bong. A bong. A bong. Do it light, right up to the phone, man, like a good one. A coffer. Your inner 15-year-old calls. I'm really thrilled. I'm going to put a little... Choking, choking, choking. That's great. <laughs> that was a really good one, dude. That, that was, was, like, that was yeah. great. That was foley worthy. You know, they're gonna use it. Choke worthy. Hey, if you if you want, um, Ing Dave, if you just want it, we could just leave you on the whole show, and you could just take bong intermittent bong hits. <laughs> I think that would that would suit the show well. But then every once in a while, all right, ma, all right. <laughs> no, she doesn't bother me. I'm on the radio. Five no, minutes. She's in bad shape, so she's not going to be bothering me. No, what's, what's going what's on? Her? Stomach problems. Oh, boy. What, what? Haven't clarified what it is, except gas. Well, that sounds like they clarified it. it it's more than that. Why? Because you know it? Because you know it is? Because you can sense it? And you're a medical. No, I don't know what it is, but it's extreme pain. Yeah, that's what gas does. I mean, gas can great. Gas is a crippler. It is. It's, that's they, people have been saying that for centuries. Nature's crippler. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I've had yeah. moments where I I thought I was going to die. I mean, from, literally, I was like, I've never ga- felt anything like that in my whole life. From from gas. Yeah, and then it just goes, you know, but it's it's unbelievable. And then it leaves the body in a spectacular way. Yeah. You yeah. want it to. That's when it doesn't. That's when the problem comes. Mm-hmm. My mother needs to fart. True. I mean, we all do. That's just science. She does yeah, move on. She hasn't for a week. This took an odd turn. Yeah, yeah. let's keep... Uh, let's keep. Uh, let's make a left back onto Bong Street. It's I was just about to suggest that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bong Street. I want to... Before I... Tim Cronin brought me... Uh, a Francois Hardy record. Thank you. Cool. I'm really excited. <coughs> Brown nose. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at that cover. That's no, a great but cover. I was in um, Quebec City in January, and there's a this album, the Yeah Yeah Girl from Paris. They had a massive poster of this, and I asked the guy if I could buy it, and he said no. It was in a French Canadian uh, way. Non. No. And um, no. Like a grunt. Oh man, I mean, oh my gosh. This is going to be great. What a beauty, huh? She really yeah. she really was and is and she lived she lives in Paris in uh, how she do did, you say that the arrondi how do you say that? The arrondissement? I can read know? it. I can't pronounce it. Oh, it if anyone knows, call in at 201-209-9368 and tell us how to pronounce that. What's that? That's like a uh, it's a neighborhood, like yeah, Arrondissement. Yeah, that's the different neighborhoods. And she lives, I think, in the ninth one. And I was in the ninth, whatever it's called. And and I thought, 
bet I'll run into her. Totally. Or you just look up at those old windows. Just imagine her out there with like a cup of coffee, smoking a butt, looking down at the street like she has for many yeah. years. That's the really cool thing about the French, man. It's like they age really cool. They don't go for, you know, they're not trying no. to hold on to 25 or something. They go through it, the women and the men. And they look really cool, and they handle it really well, and it's like nobody says anything. It's just, it's not desperate. I was just that's thinking, so cool like, I want to, that's where I want to uh, ride it out my my last year's. It's been done. I mean, there's a reason why. That's what know? Oscar Wilde did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not my thinking, but I'm going to, uh, I figured, just go there, start smoking. Yeah. What do you got to lose at that point? Is yeah. it at a cafe? I'm going to acquire a couple of new bad habits and <laughs> ride it. Well, that like all so many of the buildings have the balconies. I would just go out there. That's, in, that's unbelievable. Of course. Why would why, you want to? Why wouldn't you? Everyone should have a balcony. Everybody should have, have a balcony, a street like that to look down on. And you do, I mean, why? Your whole life could be just walking the streets of Paris. You go and get your delicious bread and a little bit of food every day. Walk back, hang on the balcony. Mm-hmm. And just ruminate, you know, check it out, like think, maybe do a little writing. Yeah, it's perfect. I th- I I wanted to sleep. The place I was staying had had an awesome balcony, and I wanted to. I thought I'm just gonna sleep out here. But then I I was like, Dave, calm down. And I I made myself t- t- go and sleep in a bedroom, so I, w- I wouldn't like wake up and fall off the balcony. Yeah, it would have been a bad end. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> no ruined, flight refund, nothing. Would have ruined the trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Ing Dave, was that a bong hit? No, but I'm ready. All right, let's give us yeah. one more bong hit and then, then we'll keep we'll move on down the line. Okay. <laughs> no trouble, no trouble, no trouble, no trouble, no trouble. No trouble, no trouble. What, wait, what did you say? Neutron? <laughs> no choking this time. No choking. Oh, I thought, you I, thought like, I said no trouble. No trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think that's going to be my premium for the next marathon is just you. Take How about this? Hit. What do you, what you should start the show. A just, loop. Yeah, get a nice recorded Ing Dave Bong hit. And like, at the first thing anybody hears is... <laughs> and then hit the music. <laughs> okay. All right. This, this party's on. Brian, um, okay, that's a note. Uh, we we need an edit of that. The the bong hit. It's a note to my editor when he if he when he listens. This is gonna be good. Oh, and here it is already. Dave uh, Dave Bamundo with the bloody stump of Bensonhurst already. Uh, it's it's already coming in. And I should have named him. It's really great. It's like a. Oh, that's great. I named Dave. It's Isn't a bloody tree stump. stump. Wow. Yeah, like a. Well done. I really like that stump. too because he didn't. I know he took it to a different place. Yeah. He didn't just have like a, uh, like a limb, a limb. I was thinking a human stump. That's what I thought too, but he kept it, you know, kid friendly. Yeah. Just a bloody tree. Just stump. a bleeding tree. People so. think differently. I like that. You hear stump, you think of like a maimed person. Yeah. Another person think of stump. Not Dave B. Thank you, Dave B. Hopefully, uh, he'll call in. Yeah, that 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 I really like that. Um, all right, Ing Dave, twenty minutes. Push 
Sure. And you better you better be high when you call back. I'm already high. Higher. Dude, like okay. you gotta give yourself Hi-er. an airplane. Okay, right airplane. before you take me, I'll take a bong what's, hit. What's an airplane? About the next time you take me, that's the first thing I'll do. All right, that's a, that's that's his plan. I have no idea what he just said. Well, we'll find. Uh, out. I'm mushing already. All right, 20, 20, 20, minutes. 20 minutes already. Twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> the number is two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show, I'm here with Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers, Dave Windorf from Monster Magnet. Call in with your sports question. Right. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Who's calling? Yeah, this is Luigi in Montclair. Luigi in Montclair. Yeah, I speak I speak Italian and some French, so I'm going to tell you how to speak how to, uh, how to say arrondissement. Arrondissement. Uh. I feel like Dave. It's like, Dave. It's, that's how kind of how you said it, right? Arrondissement. Ar. Sounds very simple, like Aaron, the name, like the name Aaron. Arrondissement. Aaron Dismont. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Dismont. Aaron Dismont. There you go. Okay, I'm, I'm into it. So, but take out okay. the N. Our, don't our pronounce, Aaron. You don't really pronounce the T at the end. Dismont. I get, I get that, uncomfortable you know that, right? yeah. doing that, though. Like, I can't say... I don't, I don't like to say croissant and take the T off or... Only pronounce the T if there's an E at the end of it. If there's an E at the end, then you pronounce the T. See, I go hard. I just, I go croissant. And then... There you go. Just what, to prove you're an American? Well, I don't want a French person, where they can say it however they want, but I want them to say, excuse me, may I have a hamburger? Like, you know what I mean? Just just keep it it up. Like, and the one thing that really throws me, well, a lot of things do, but... When it, the, um, I guess it, you say, how, how would you say, um, Luigi, how would you say, yes. pain au chocolate? Pain au chocolat. See, I'm not, I can't do that, walk in somewhere and say that. <laughs> sure you can. You, well, you can't go not around that, saying no, pain au chocolate. It's not that hard. I just point. Look, since there's no E pain, in the chocolate, you don't pronounce the T pain, really. So it's pain, pain au chocolat. Pain au chocolat. I just say chocolate that's, that's croissant. It, yeah, so yeah. Do I. I just yeah, say they, pl- they know. even. Yeah, they know what you're talking about. But and but I found like in Paris, like I would try. I would say, "Bonjour, ça va," and and I would uh, give in him that a, girlish voice. Yeah, yeah. I would raise it, and I would stand on my <laughs> tippy toes a little bit, right. and I, I would do that. like a, a hand gesture, like what, like sort of like a a sideways S. They love and, that when you do. And that. Uh, and then as soon as I would do it, they'd be like, uh, "No." Yeah, how can I help you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but David, it's important that you reckon whenever you walk into a store, you have to say hello, right? So you knew that, right? Yeah. Whenever you walk into any store in France or in Italy, you must greet uh, the person. You must yeah. say bonjour, no, or bonjour. Yep. You know, that's important. Bonjour. Can or I you like here, right, where people, you know, they don't even, you know, you don't even get to, you don't get a hello or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I make it a point through here to say good morning to people when I get my Yeah, home. me too. Even if it's even if I can't, if I, I'm feeling insecure about my pronunciation, I'll just do it in English. I mean, anything's better than nothing. Exactly. No, it's exactly. better like, than oh. nothing because it's good. It's very, it's very important that you recognize the server right. uh, and greet them. One of my favorite ones that it seems to work everywhere is. <laughs> 
and then and I wave both hands like close to my, I keep my wrist and my forearms close to my body like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and go. And they realize you're making an effort, so they're cool with it. Yeah, and they're like, oh. To serve him have first. you been to Have you been to Italy, Dave? Yes, Italy's great. Which uh, which which city? I've been to Rome, Milan, uh, little towns that I can't even remember the names that we did gigs in. Remember? Those yeah, we played towns. in uh, Italy City Tus- too. Italy Tuscany. City. That was a good show. Tuscany, he's asked. <laughs> Italy City. No, I never Italy did City. Tuscany. I, oh, I, I no, wish. Dave, you must go to Tuscany. Oh, that's... Uh, my family's from the Amalfi Coast. Obviously, you have to go there. It's <laughs> one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I I know that just from seeing the pictures and talking to yeah. people. Um, yeah, I have a feeling so. that if I went there, I would probably never come back. Because that looks <laughs> like just like that. Yeah, that's sure. it. yeah. Yes. so beautiful. No. Yeah, how did... How did they... They got all the cool stuff. They know how to kick back. So they do. They, they, you know, it, it's a, <clears throat> it's about food and it's about, you know, they, they, you can't, you can't, you can't accuse them of working too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. On, on on the rat race. I mean, there's it's a bunch of rat race people there, like anywhere in business, but but the whole place, the whole and pretty much the whole Mediterranean is about. It's almost like we're gonna move with the. According to our weather, <laughs> and yeah. like, hey, you know, this is, it's a big deal to be able to go through life and have a and relax. You know, it's family and food. You can't beat it. I mean, as soon as you see it in action, you're like, oh, of course. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. You know. I'm with you. And it's funny too. You know, especially Italy's funny in different parts of Italy. Because sometimes yeah, the religion. No, the Italians are very funny in general. Oh yeah. yeah. Their hands. They're very funny yeah. people. Yeah. Also, I find it. So, I mean, I was in Italy once, but I, w- I was in a few different cities. And a lot of places I went, like restaurants and stuff, I was like, wow, I could be in the suburbs of Cleveland right now. Like, if you turned off the sound and didn't hear what everyone was saying, I was like, uh-huh. I could just be in an Italian restaurant in the suburbs of Cleveland. It looks exactly the same. Like, the decorations, everything. Like the tiled floor. Yeah. And just Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and that big ceramic chef with the thumbs up sign. But the atmosphere is different, though. Yeah, you suddenly discover the atmosphere a lot different. But the, um, well, I think the Italians, the Italian immigrants came to this country and just built up over the years. Probably closer, try to hold closer to their heritage more than any other immigrant that came in. At least they seem to have gotten away with it more. Yeah. And they introduced it into our culture. So where is it? There's a certain amount of, um, I mean, yeah, there, there's <clears throat> American cheese all over the place about that. Not act, the actual food, but, you know, American kits about it. But a lot of it's really the same. If you go to any, you go to live in Italy in New York, and those guys hold on to the old stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's really good. I like it. It makes me feel um, uh, strangely familiar. Like when I go over there, I'm like, I, I know this kind of. Yeah, like, but because I saw it at home, <laughs> you know, by people's grandkids. You saw it in Paramus. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in Paramus. Or wherever. <laughs> Kinda, you know. <laughs> well, thank you. Of course, it all you. changes when the American opens the mouth and goes, Hey, Jimmy, what are you doing? Over? You know, that ruins it. <laughs> all right, guys, take care. Love yourself. See you. Thanks a lot, Luigi. See you. <coughs> small. Listen to you me. did it. Yeah. And then we have from Wade Snook. 
on Twitter. He's just tweeted some more the bloody stump of Bensonhurst artwork. If you can see. Wow. <laughs> a different, t a see, more gruesome, like horror movie well, take on it. Yeah, that sounds like a, looks like but a horror movie. Mr. Snuck always gets it. This gets is, right in a second. wait, th that's a t-shirt. Both, both. One is a t-shirt. I feel like if we can, the next uh, goddamn Dave Hill Show art show next year, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, some bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Somebody should make artwork. a, like a movie trailer. Of the that. bloody oh, that's a great idea. I actually idea. want to see some real bloody stumps. Like go the, you're gonna go yeah the next level. The show. Amputate no, yourself. don't some. Wait, let's uh, let's now none of your people will ever cut off their own arm, or will they? But, or will but they? someone else's though. That's what we're asking. I didn't think of let's that. let's the number here is two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dave. Hello, it's Dave. Who's calling? Hi, this is Joe from Carteret. Carteret. Is that near yeah. Rahway? Yeah, it's right by Rahway. Isn't, yeah, when you drive out that on the signs, the highway signs, they say Carteret and Rahway, right? Yeah. Uh, not not on, at uh, all? The turnpike, exit 12, right there. Carteret Rahway. So what's going on in Carteret? Uh, you know... I'm uh, just rolling up right now. Rolling up where? In my car. To where? Carteret. By the Popeyes. <laughs> to, to the I'm in po Woodbridge right now, technically. Wait, you're Popeyes? Popeyes. Yeah, yeah the Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else you well, got? I, I called a couple of weeks ago about my friend who got bit by a tick. Oh. Do you remember? I remember hearing that. Yeah, didn't. What do we say? To just uh, ignore it, right? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, he's been checking on it. It's fine. He didn't get a bullseye. So he's good. What does that mean? Oh, uh, the bullseye. If you get the bullseye where the tick bit you, that means you have Lyme disease. The bullseye shows it's working. Yeah. Yeah, the, the tick is doing its yeah. job. <laughs> Good, yeah, good. but it didn't. And doesn't Lyme disease? It's sort of you know, it like is sort of similar symptoms to MS, and then people always think they have MS, or that, and then like, no, it's just Lyme disease. And then it, it kind of hangs out for like forever, and it's like not unlike MS. So you exactly. might as well get yeah. MS. And, and and like really, just well. Lyme disease, Dave. It's just Lyme disease. I mean, I don't mean to diminish yeah. it. It's, yeah, it's MS plus. Is it? It's negative. It's a bad experience. It's forever. ungood. It's an ungood thing. But it's also, I've noticed it's a, it's a convenient excuse for people not to work. There's a lot of lame asses walking around going, I have Lyme disease. I can't do it. But prove it. I can't prove it. I just, my neck hurts. I have Lyme disease. Can you get, like, disability for having Lyme disease? That's a good question. You should be able to. Should. Maybe not in America, but everywhere else you probably could. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get on that. It's well, kind of hard to prove. Yeah, you can like you know you can stretch it. I think there's actually a test for it, isn't there? For for Lyme disease? Yeah, there don't you, you have to like lick a piece of paper? Yeah, and uh, oh, that's litmus. Litmus. Oh, okay. Litmus, yeah. Well, yeah, they have the litmus lime. Do you know what's what's the country where a guy got disability for? Because he. He was obsessed with metal, and he had to go to every metal show, and so he couldn't work <laughs> because what? 
Yeah, he got the government. He he got put on disability because he loved metal so much that I'm gonna look this up. Metal, heavy metal. Great. Yeah, he because he was always going to shows and stuff, and he um heavy. No, wait. I'm trying to find this. Man gets medical benefit. Yeah, Swedish man. It's in Sweden, of course. Rod, Roger Tolgren is so into, into heavy metal. This is the, from a few years ago. And so and so into heavy metal, it's sick. 42-year-old <laughs> resident of Hasselholm in southern Sweden, it rocks out so hard that three separate psychologists have said his heavy metal obsession requires he receive disability benefits to avoid being discriminated against. Wow, that story just writes itself. Oh my, Sweden wow. is the best. He went to 300 heavy metal shows last year. That doesn't sound like he's taking it too seriously. That's yeah. less than one a day. Yeah. He should at least get 400. 400 a year. Yeah, exactly. I would think, More yeah. than there are days in a year. I'm sure he's trying. Yeah. You gotta do double headers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as a, it, as a dishwasher... How hardcore, how hardcore is that guy? Well, his current employer allows him to organize his work schedule around concerts and even headbang during during work. He he's a dishwasher though; it's not that big of a deal. Hey, is he really? <laughs> yeah, he's not like an anesthesiologist <laughs> or something. Well, how good a dishwasher is he if they're holding his job while he goes to shows? Well, he's probably finishing up whatever dishes are dirty before he leaves. Presumably, you hope. Oh, man. I'm sorry, we have no clean plates. Our dishwasher, he's at a rock show. <laughs> you understand. Oh, man. You'll see Godsmack. God, God's, that doesn't... I, I would like to think that uh, this guy's not going yeah, to Yeah, they would Godsmack. judge and be like, eh, I don't think Godsmack's really metal. Yeah. yeah. Case denied. What are Godsmack, anyway? Just like rock? like. I think they're like... Um, or they're whatever they are. It's like Hot Topic... Yeah, very well put. Like it's it's like a, a manufacturer. Couple of tattoos. Uh, you got a couple of piercings. Weren't they kind of Cornish at first? No, they were. I think literally an Alice in Chains tribute band, and they right were they're named after an Alice in Chains song. Right, and then they modified their sound depending on what was going on. I think they've done that now too. They're kind of modified, but um, sound to fit in with whatever the newest thing yeah. is. I just don't know. That'd be really hard to go to a Godsmack practice, I would think. Sounds like hard to hell. You know, to me. like, hey, I gotta go. I have Godsmack practice. That would be harder to go to than Hoobastank practice. Way harder. I think it's a push. Well, you can laugh at Hoobastank. God, Godsmack, there's no laughter. It's just like shame. There's a little too much. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. You know, I've actually, I never actually heard Hoobastank. Well, that's about to change, Dave. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Today's your lucky day. Um, I don't know if I have either. Yeah. See, Hoobastank. Th- now their pictures coming up. They look like nice enough guys. Wait, I'm sorry. We we. This is what I, I always do. I always leave ignoring the, caller. the guest. <laughs> the guy calls up. He's the caller. You're. You guys are the guests. I'm. I'm d- well, the caller's a guest as well. But the caller's part of the roundtable now. I know, but I'm trying to pull up some hoobastank. Well, yeah. get on it. Well, get okay, it? somebody's got to talk. All, All right, right we got yeah. till midnight. Falling. 
going I'm all the way until midnight? Not you. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck. That's yeah. part, that's part yeah. of the deal. You're Don't on go anywhere. Yeah. No, you. I mean, you're, you've got seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Make them count. What What else you got? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just got this blunt bolt, so I'm probably, you know, gonna go. So, uh, oh, don't make it like it was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's we not had to me. I cut them loose. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. like when the tr- the caller tries to turn it around like they they want to go. I'm at Popeyes. So, you know, I'm waiting. No, thank you for calling. I'm sorry. Uh, we lost you. I don't know what happened. Um, who who? That's Hoobastank playing in the background. But you know, you know what I was trying to pull up. Before the show, I've been reading um, the Rick Wakeman autobiography. Really? Uh, what's it called? It's on my phone. Grumpy Old Man or... Um, let This is important. Matt Sweeney, guitarist extraordinaire, recommended it. To Rick Wakeman, Grumpy Old Rockstar. He played on a lot of really cool records. He played all the synth on Sabbath records. He played... On Bowie. Oh, does he do that? But he's, I, I think I'm not, I don't think I understand how massive he and Yes were, because he's like talking about putting on Journey to like a massive stage show on ice and so I'm like this can't have you really didn't happened. Get me started on that. It really happened. How in what world yeah. was was were people like oh yeah let's definitely go see this. I mean I would go see it, but there, was there there was a general public? No, it, it it fell into it. It's even more bizarre than that. Like they had booked to do Journey to the Center of the Earth which is probably one of the most horrible albums ever made. I mean, it's just, it's so gloriously horrible that you have to listen to it at least once. And you have to, remember we used to go crazy over the album cover. It's a great cover. It's a cover and it's just excess at its excessive, excessive prog rock at its excessive best. This horrible, overdone, narrated by David Hemmings and old venerable Vittish, British narrator, oh, and the turtle fights the monster. And it's unbelievable. And he's going to put it on live, and they booked this place in Wembley or something, but the yeah. place was outfitted for ice, an ice show, so they changed it to an ice show. <laughs> yeah, because they were like, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. Yeah, Tom Sharpling was talking about that a while ago. It was, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah, let's, here we go. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 20. I forgot to do the station ID. You've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. W, oh, WFMU East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope in New York City. And Rockin' Connie at 91.9 FM. And online worldwide at WFMU.org. I'm here with Dave Windorf from Monster Magnet. Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. And so here's Rick Huba? Wakeman. Oh, no, this is... I mean, if, here if we this go. was Hoobastank... Is this we'd orchestral all have to Hoobastank? Re- we'd all have to rethink our... Uh, Prejudices? ...against Hoobastank if this is what they were doing. Journey to the center of the earth. It's, it sounds like... It sounds like music from a really rotten Olympics. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, or, or like some sort of weekly sports highlight show. It's unbelievable. I mean, you got to... The narration's fantastic. It's a movie for the mind, dude. See, I thought that I could should could just use Rick Wakeman solo albums as the pad music, the background music for the show whenever I needed it, but I didn't want to be disrespectful. To Rick or to the audience? That's now you've got me rethinking things. <laughs> I was gonna say to it's Rick punishment. But it could be argued to the audience. Well it sounds like this day in history. I mean it does it does. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. No, yeah. believe me, it's swiped stuff. It's hack work. Nothing yeah. against Rick, but he's hacking it out, man. Plus, if you look at him... He just listened to a couple of John Williams albums and just aped it. This, where's this photo of him? Yeah, John Williams plus cocaine equals yeah, that. There you this photo, every, every plane I've ever been on, <laughs> I swear Rick, Rick, Rick Wakeman has been sitting in first class of every plane I've ever been on. <laughs> The current Rick, the current Rick Wakeman. Uh, the current one. <laughs> Every single plane you get on, you'll be like, yeah. oh, there's Rick w- Wakeman. <laughs> Instead of a Sky Marshal, they have a Rick Wakeman. He stopped wearing the capes, right? He doesn't wear capes anymore. He's like a regular bloke now. I, I but think so. for a while so. there, he was wearing capes and stuff. He was really, like, doing it up. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had a lot of cape. Well, yeah, I think he wore a cape. I think he still wears a cape. He was Not, the like, in the day-to-day. The cape movement. I saw a really great cape in Cardiff on Saturday, and I really had to rein it in and not get it. Yeah, you have to think those things through. But when you're all alone in Wales, it makes perfect sense. It would no probably be worth it to buy it, take it home, try it on in private, and then bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, this cape isn't going to work yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's the wife. She doesn't like yeah, the how cape. Do you, how do you... What's, um... Do you have this in a plaid? Wait, who... Oh, I can't think of... I've probably talked about this before. Who... Who's the actress? Her name is, uh... Mimi, right? Isn't it? Or... Oh, I can't remember. Mimi? No. Mimi Rogers? No. Like a, uh... Oh, I can't remember what her name is. What was she She in? She has curly hair. I'm narrowing it down really fast. She was in, uh, what, no, but, oh, God, this is going to drive me crazy. What was she in? I don't even know. I know so clearly I don't. Totally giving me a lot. Mimi something or other from who started and what's She's got, says. ugh. I know it's not Mimi. She's an actress. Uh, it probably is. She's an actress, though. Pia, Mimi. I can't tell this Jaja? story because it has no. Is it Lily Sobieski? Oh. Um, who was really beautiful? No, who? Um, wait, oh gosh, Min, Mini Driver. Mini Driver. Mini Driver. That's who I was thinking of. Mini Driver. So, my old apartment building, there was uh, the the woman below me used to like leave stuff in the hallway, like for every, other people to take. Is that also known as garbage? Yeah, but it was put out, like, it seemed to be, it was all garbage. Like, nothing anyone would want, 
but it seemed to be something she was doing in the spirit of community. Sure. Which I, I liked, but it was like, it was all garbage. Old Swiffer pads, whom you never knew. Yeah, like, <laughs> or do you still, need a travel mug? Yeah. No. This half an apple's still good. <laughs> yeah, it was stuff like that. And then, well, what, what, so she kept doing it, and then one day. Mini? She, well, there was a t-shirt, a mini driver, I guess, had a musical career, or still does, maybe. But she, there was a mini driver T-shirt. I think she left put out, out a couple of records. That, but there was a mini. Why? So I was like, what? How? How do you go? Presumably, wind up at a mini driver concert, and you think, well, yeah, I'd love to get a mini driver T-shirt to remember this night. And then at some point in your life, after that, you go, you know what? I'm. I don't need this mini driver yeah. T-shirt anymore. I've moved on. Maybe one of the. Six other people in this building wants it. There's n- those stars will never. Anyway, and then somebody be like, "I found it. I've been looking for this for years." <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's a medium. Oh, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> oh, by the way, before I forget. There's a lot of visual things on this show, but Dave, I brought you. I got to bring you one of these, Tim, but I didn't. Thank you, sir. Um, which, I saw it online. It's very cool change. looking. You're playing Wacken, right? Yeah, four shows. Wacken, isn't it Wacken? It is Wacken, I think. But America, it's Wacken. It is Wacken. Yeah. When you go over the line... That's a good one. I, I counter... The I Europe counter, line, yeah. then it's Vakken. I, 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 yeah, that's true. With a V. I, you got to tell me what size you want, Tim. I should have emailed you today. Oh, and this is... A, a, a large and a medium. Wait, but you brought me two sizes? Oh, well, so just in case, you know, I, can, I don't know. Oh, uh, my weight fluctuates. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, you know. You can cut you the know, sleeves me, off and have, like, a muscle shirt. You can, you, one could be a workout shirt. Oh, and one's like a sleep shirt. Yeah. <laughs> For when I need... And then sleep... No, I can't take two two shirts. I should just well, hold them up to yeah, my torso try it later. on or whatever. I'm just trying to offer you an option. Oh, thank you. These, this, I mean, this is what with, we were talking Definitely about. Definitely want this. one back. One could be a travel shirt. A travel shirt, yeah, when... For when I'm on a plane yeah. and want to, hey, you know... For act, for act three. When you're leaving for, for yeah. act three <laughs> on the plane. And offend, like, people, like... I have a child. You're wearing that shirt. Dave, where are you going, honey? Act three, honey. <laughs> really? Again? I did, though. All we're doing is flying to Ontario. <laughs> it's the principle that counts. Only here. to Ontario. <laughs> but then when, then when once you get off, after you get off the plane, then you dip into the men's room and put on a whole other outfit. And you, and you walk out and From you feel like... From airport to the street? The arrival Yeah, suit. and you feel like a criminal. You're like, that someone... And you, and you leave your bag in the bathroom as well. Because yeah. that's behind. not suspicious. <laughs> no. You know what's fun to do at the airport is just like you put your bag down. When you have a lot of time, just put your bag down. Walk away from it a little bit. And then just run like towards it really quick <laughs> and see what happens. Just like pounce on it. People love that when you do that. <laughs> Make a big distance. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember you could do stuff like that in the airport and we used to goof around? And John, yeah. John was on the plane going like, this thing is going to go down. Yeah, you know? these things Make go down. These things go down. 
Nowadays, they would hang him, string him up by his feet. You could also oh, for smoke on a plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I never understood. Like, we first started touring, you could smoke in the back of the plane, but not in the front of the plane. And it's like, that makes a difference? Well, that's like yes, the smoking section at Bob Evans. Yeah, be, right. Like, people would just be like, oh, they're just right over there, smoke. I used to, I, I remember probably the first 20 years of my life, I, I liked secondhand smoke. Because I, I felt like, yeah, I felt like I did something. And, in, in, in like, my parents would have a party. It toughens you up, too. I mean, that's like the, uh, like we are talking about the uh, immune system. Yeah. Yeah, they got the secondhand smoke thing all wrong. If you inhale secondhand smoke, that just prevents you from getting disease. It toughens you up. Yeah. It's true. New York Times. Yeah, your body. What? What? When did the New York Times say this? Sunday section, 1956. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's there's also thirdhand smoke now, they're saying. Uh, yeah. It's like if you were smoking and then you walked into a room... Like, m- my friend has a baby, and, and her husband smokes, and she said that when he smokes, he needs to, like, not go near the kid for 20 minutes. That's ridiculous. Because he's covered in smoke? Yeah. And well, so... I, mean, I think it smells bad, but I doubt if it's, you know, harmful at that point. I mean, it's not acid. No, but, you know like... I mean? Isn't it? <laughs> no. The whole smoking thing's been taken way out of control. I used to. People, l- they blame everything on it. I know. It's some, you know. I loved it. Like my parents would have parties, and then we, I'd be going to sleep, and all the cigarette smoke would be coming up through the floor because like fifty adults were smoking. It's just one insane. Is when you think about it, that's the way the world was. Just filled, chock full of smoking adults, just right on kids. Yeah, yeah my father s- smoked three packs a day. And it, it Tell was me about fun. the chair, Tim. The chair. Uh, the chair in the living room. His chair had a big recliner, and it was a giant brown stain on the ceiling from above. Oh, man. Just years of Just sitting years there. of now, if, smoke. If you smoke three packs a day, you're pretty much never not smoking, right? Pretty much. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty hardcore. But and we would go for Sunday drives, and the windows would be rolled up. And my brother and I would roll down the windows, and, uh, and like in the winter, and he would roll those windows up. Your mother's cold. And then he would <laughs> smoke. Yeah, just keep smoking, and a car love, would be like filled with smoke. I remember that as a kid going to uh, uh, see the the Cleveland Cavaliers. My friend's dad was taking us, and it was yeah, it was the winter. And we were just like driving in his Buick, and it was just full of smoke. And I was like, "We're just yeah, this rolls. right in your little kid's face, man." I remember that yeah. too. Like, oh my god! At least yeah. my parents smoked, but they didn't. They, they weren't quite that bad. But it was, we didn't mind. Like, no, it just yeah. seemed like we just like we usual. go by and like you know push, push the uh, the direct smoke out of the way to get to work. You know, I want to kiss your mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, and kiss her on the cheek. Like, jeez. Yeah, we drive around. It was a my parents had a, a Ford Torino, so it was like my brother and I thought it was like the Starsky and Hutch car if it was a green station wagon. So nothing like the Starsky and Hutch car. No, it sounds. But it was pretty you cool. know it was close, close enough. And there was smoke coming out of it. <laughs> Constantly at all times. <laughs> I but 
I remember like going down in the morning after the party, and there'd be like there'd be like the um what's the, those tins of of all the cookies, you know? The Danish cookies. Yeah, the Danish right. cookies. And it wouldn't be finished, but it it had been, like, sitting out all night. Absorbed. Just absorbing smoke. <laughs> and I would I would eat well, eat them just, and they were the best tasting, because I'd be like, oh, this tastes like adult fun. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I, I used to think that, too. It was like, well, this is like, a, this is part of what's growing up. Is, yeah. Is, is everything gets a little stinky and weird and hard yeah. to get used to, like the... The taste of gin and, and cigarettes is like this is all nasty. Things aren't supposed to taste somehow, good. right? You know, somehow they they actually fit all this nasty stuff in with the good stuff. Weird. Yeah. I miss I I do miss cigarette culture because I thought it was really funny. Giant ashtrays and and the the amount of trouble people would go through in architecture to build places for people to smoke the amount of room they would make like yeah we're going to build these giant ashtrays and here's the smoking section and like all this crazy stuff that's all gone I know like a smoking lounge but you know what's worse like I I don't like getting vaped on and pretty much you go to like Birmingham England oh yeah every, every dude there is vaping the vape smoke's weird yeah, and it smells like uh It's oil based too, so you're gonna get oil on you. Yeah, if you walk it doesn't smell like, like a, proper smoke. It smells like just And it smells like things like bubblegum and stuff. Why would not you... really bubblegum. Like really like crappy bubblegum. Yeah, why would it wouldn't why would you want that? It's something. So I guess they want to do something and like smoking is People love smoke. People always did. So they want to do something at all p- times. But Chew gum or whatever. And the vaping thing, they sold it really well. It's been marketed really well. It's like I, a get high thing, although you don't really get high. But then but then I heard the, the young kids today, they go straight to vaping. Yeah. They, they've never smoked. Yeah. And they just, I'm going to start vaping. I think it's cheaper. Oh, but what? Yeah. But why would you do that? Just, sm- I mean, smoking—it's undeniable. It still looks cool. Say what you want about it. Yeah, I like it because cool. it's stinky and it's, it has fire to, and it's, it's, yeah, like it's on fire. fire. It just seems so uncivilizedly civilized. It just seems like one of those things that so many people made up a, a way to keep this crazy habit in civilization, which is so funny when you think about. You know, I think about 30s and 40s movies about all these like super smart people together, intellectuals and stuff, and they're all really smart enough to know what's going on. Yet, they're creating little fires on the end of sticks that they're inhaling. It's just so insane when you think about it. Like, what are they doing? <sighs> I do it myself. I'm, I'm, it's fun. But how, do you smoke like in in your house, or do you go yeah. outside to smoke? I smoke in my house. Yeah, which I would think, but some people—I know some people that smoke that even in their own home they won't smoke. They'll still go outside, like yeah. like animals. Well, I think, yeah. Well, they're like it, they're uncommitted. They're not really committed. Yeah, to like it they at all. think it's going to end uh, at I, some point. I, if I had to like go out and always smoke, I'd probably be forced to put a stop to it finally. Because like, what's the, what's the point? But put a stop to living in a house. Put a stop to yeah. living altogether. Put a stop to living in a house. I just live on a porch. Where you could smoke all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
I have a lot of open windows and fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, you know what it's disappearing, Tim? Ashtrays in the clubs. Yeah. Well, since you can't smoke those, in the clubs. Right, those big European ashtrays that we always love. Oh, they were great. Good steel and stuff. Yeah. Like giant yeah, ashtrays with ashtrays. like, you know, weird beer labels and stuff, and you could fit them Cigarette in your suitcase. And, oh, 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 I didn't know you they are made of steel or, or, you, or you steal we them. We stole got them. Got it, got it. Yeah. We stole the steel ones. That's smart. Yeah, they're good like gifts from the tour. Like, got you an ashtray. I don't yeah. smoke. Even better. I mean, these things are like, you know. <laughs> Three pound, like elaborate. Some of them are like yeah. super yeah. elaborate. I like that. And then towards the end of the smoking thing over there, they had a, like, remember those Marlboro clubs? I was just oh, thinking the yeah. same thing. Where you'd, they'd have like shows and they would walk around with like mini packs of Marlboros and just hand them out to people. Yeah, I knew people that had their job was to just walk around, like, walk, like, they would. If someone had camels, they'd be like, "Here, if you give me your camels, I'll give you this, this two packs of Marlboros." All right, right, right. And then uh, I was I, a few years ago. They still have it. Like you go to like music festivals. Well, you probably see this like where the, it's like they had the Marlboro Black Lounge, which seemed like they didn't the Black Lounge, yeah, Black right. Lounge. <laughs> and so I had been hired to uh, to host in this tent. That was like sponsored by Toyota and, and these other brands, and it's at a music festival, so it just sounds. I'm on stage, just, you know, it just sounds like when you're just talking right. and you're not playing in a band, you're just talking to a bunch of people. And the the Marlboro Black Lounge was right next door. Black Lounge. Yeah, and so <laughs> I kept making fun of it, it, like just blatantly thinking no one can hear what I'm saying, but I'm through a huge PA. And they're right over there. And then, like, you know, finally this punch is like, they said they're going to sue us if you don't <laughs> stop saying that. I didn't think a cigarette company would have anything to say to anyone these days. I mean, they're just hanging on by their fingernails. No, they were just not. They're what? I don't think they more, really have a good sense of humor at this point. There's. I need to interrupt quickly. There's more bloody stump of Bensonhurst artwork. I think maybe pulling oh, yeah. into the lead Justin Smith from Austin, Texas at Reverend, at Rev Justin Smith on Twitter, you can see. I'll show it to you guys. Wow. Yeah, there's a stump. That might That's that, the stumpiest. the most graphic. Phone. They're all in, they're all in, in, I love all of them. They're all so completely far. different reads on them and they're they all are. really good. I feel, oh, that's Let's not forget that Ingde plays guitar, so if somebody wants to have him in the act of playing with, a with stump. some sort of... Yeah, they're just going stump. leg stump. How about an arm stump? He, yeah. Have you ever seen, like, on YouTube and Knuckle stuff... Knuckle stumps. Sorry. Yeah. It's a thing. But you ever see... Like, people that like, can play the guitar with stumps, and some of them are really good. You could do that. On YouTube. I, you I was thinking about that. If anything happened... But you can't go back. That's what I thought. Like, if anything, I thought about that for some reason. I don't know what I was doing that made me consider that I might end up with a stump. But I thought, what would I do? To mind wanders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was like, hypothetically, would I keep trying to play guitar if I had a stump? Because you see people that play with their feet, and they're pretty good. Like, armless people. Show-offs. I know, but I was like, you know what? I'd probably hang it up. 
I then like sometimes the guys to play with their feet, you're like, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like he's playing with his feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I get it. Okay, you're playing with your feet, but yeah, you know, that's, um, hats off to you for trying it. But yeah, yeah, but you, you should put yeah. the train on a different track now. Yeah, just run or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't you just run or something? Keep run running. or something. Yeah, don't. Hey, I huh? Don't know. The number here is 201-209-9368. I heard you're supposed to give the number out every 10 minutes on the radio. Or you lose. I've not mastered it. I, I think it, it yeah. I mean, the number is 201. You want 201. new people to call. 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. But if you say it with an echo, that counts for like two or three That times. would be good, actually. 201-209-9368. Um, great. Now it's gonna, things are going to heat up. I'm here with... Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. That's the other thing. You're supposed to say the guests for people that are just tuning in. These are things I'm just learning now after four years on the air. Just <laughs> basics. Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. Dave Windor from Monster Magnet. This is Dave Hill. Right. It's, it's working. It's there all working. And I'm your host. The, and I'm your host, Dave Hill. Hello, you're on the air. What's up? What's up? Who's calling and from where? This is Kyle from Carteret. Kyle from Carteret? Another Carteretian? Yeah. Is this a different Carteret-based call? I can't remember. You also at Popeyes? I was also at the Popeyes, but now we're not at the Popeyes. But you're a di- you're not you're a different guy. I'm a different guy. Okay. From the Popeyes. Okay, let's log this as a different call, a unique call. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, we just got back to Carteret. That's all you got? <laughs> and uh, we have an idea for a game show. To play on this show or just on to in television? Like you're gonna like run Hollywood? On with... television. What is it? So you're just driving, and maybe you didn't use your blinker to make a turn, and you get pulled over, and the police car comes up behind you and gets out of the car and he comes up to the window and he says license registration and then you give it to him and then he looks around your car and then scares the crap out of you right and then he tells you to step out of the car and then as you step out of the car he tells you to put your hands behind your back and then he yells you're under a test you're under what you're under a test instead of you're under arrest a test yeah and it's uh Game show. So it's like cash cab, only you get pulled over? And get frightened? Yes. I mean, I'm sold. Surprise game show, right? And that would be the title, Under a Test? Yes. I think that the, uh, the title's maybe not where it needs to be. Maybe not, but... Don't get your graphics guy on it just yet. No, like, it's in the first stage of production. Yeah. But I like the, the lingo, first stage of, yeah. I mean, if you can go into a meeting with enthusiasm, I feel like you could get 
you know, you could sell this. I mean, they have a game on TV where people try to sit in a hole in the wall. Sit, they sit in a hole in the wall? Yeah, it's called Hole in the Wall. I need to go. This sounds. Damn. I'm not. I don't know if I believe that. No, it's 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 really a thing. There's weird shapes of. It's something's actually coming up. Hole yeah. in the wall. Yeah, it's, it's a real it's show. A pretty popular game show. And what are you supposed to do? Fit yourself in there? I don't know. It, stuff is coming up, so it checks out. Who knows? Well, I think you have a winner on your hands. If there can be a hole in the wall... That completely changes everything. Yeah, yeah. So why not? Would That's it be a real I'm cop? Saying. Yeah, is it a real cop? Or a sexy could, cop? I mean, I feel like that's the only way it could really work. You'd have to get the, the town police involved to avoid lawsuits. But what if they actually found something in the guy's car? <laughs> we just forget about it. Because then it's an actual arrest and no test. All right, we're going to share this with the group. That's what they say in the meetings when they're not going to buy it. Great, we'll share this with the group, and we'll get back to you. Awesome. All right, thanks, man. No I started glazing over. No, but that that's what, in my show business experience, that's when you know, like, oh, that didn't go well. But the first time, like, the first time you heard it, were you like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, they're sharing it with the group. They loved it. Yeah, I was, um, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, any, you know, yeah, that's the I'm a grizzled veteran That's the call now. back in 20 minutes. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to share it with the group. Yeah. When we'll uh, get their feedback. And, um, and we're going to open a window here and let some of the bad air. I want you to leave now. <laughs> we're going to call. When I first got that one, I went to L.A. for even in rock. You know, everybody was doing it. It was the early 90s, so everybody was talking like movies people at that point. Mm-hmm. I had already read about all this stuff, you know. It couldn't fool me. Some of the manners and the ridiculous stuff that they would pull, like, yeah, we'll share it with the group and, like, we'll pay it. I was just like, did I you, didn't believe any of it. Did you ever live out there in L.A.? No. I've spent a lot of time. spent, like, months at a time out there. Oh. You know, close enough to living out there. But, um, no, I could not. It's, it's a nice place to visit. Yeah. For a few days. Yeah. The number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Let's see what if there's any more uh, stump artwork coming in. We're about due to hear from uh, the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. He's like flat on his back right now. Just like tripping I love it I wrote it man I think we're really on to something the bloody stump yeah that actually was kind of lightning in a bottle thing B- bloody, the bloody stump yeah of Benson it was Hurst. perfect I mean we have th- th- so far three three different uh, bits of artwork that if are he never all called great. again he would be leaving on a complete high <laughs> yeah but I mean we, we do that. want him to call again we got the bloody stump of yeah. Bensonhurst I mean that could be uh 
that that's could your be, game show. That's 2018's Ramen Gang right there. <laughs> I think. Your well, you're calling it now. Yeah, I'm calling it now. I mean, sure, other things could come along. By the way, um, yeah, I, I think uh, the bloody stump of Benzenhurst. I, I feel. <laughs> I mean, there could be keychains with the stump on it. Sure. A lot of stuff. Whole thing. Dave, you don't seem sold on it. No, I love it. The bl- I, I, I was cross-eyed for a minute. I was trying to look at this microphone. And it is a weird... <clears throat> that's the thing about that, that microphone. I was is looking it's past not, you. It's not like a... Uh, as uh, Yeah, you kind of... It, it blocks your well, face. Because, it's, uh, it's a different... I don't know why. I don't know why there are different. I I, I, I miss my sugar. There's no there's no Oreos here. Danny well, D. Danny D is rumored to be coming in. Be careful Tonight? what you wish for. Yes, it's rumored. Wow. Hello, you're on the air. Wait. The man. The myth. Here we go. Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> the bloody, bloody stump. stump Ain't nothing like it right, 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 right. Is this the bloody stump of Bensonhurst? You didn't hear the bong rip? Yeah, yeah, oh, we did yeah. yeah, we heard Both it Ing hey, Dave, have you been uh, Checking out the uh, the artwork? Yes, it has been Twit onto my Twitter Yeah, it's incredible stuff Justin Smith Dave B, Wade Snook, hopefully there'll be more. Joe Tate is missing out. I feel like Joe Tate, were he listening, would probably have five different... Uh, Maybe something for next week. What is he, week. on sabbatical or something? He's at a concert. Oh. He told me that earlier today. But we'll have plenty Check tomorrow that. and next Monday. Yeah, I think you're right. You guys are hysterical tonight. Do you know that? Is that sarcasm? No. I always think everyone's being sarcastic when they say anything. That's how I think. It's only because I'm tired and not jet lagged. I get a little. Yeah, I get a little. loopy. You know, my defenses are down. I get off my meds. Uh, Yeah, you should see him. He's like wearing a funny hat. I don't know where he got that. He's like wearing. I think it's a fez. Yeah, where'd you get the fez? No, my whole my whole operation. I'm wearing these jeans that like, I wore these jeans to, to take my dog out this morning. These other jeans, and they then I got rained on. So, pull out this other pair of jeans, and the um the buttons don't button. So, and I realized after I left the house that that was the case. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Yeah, but then like You're trying to make me look. Once you do it, once you leave the house with your fl- with the buttons that don't button on your fly, and your fly's halfway down. Well, you're in it. The you're die's in. been cast. You can't. You can't then go like if it's a zipper, you can just zip yourself up. But if you start fidgeting with the buttons, then people think you're some sort of pervert. Well, you don't want to br- bring attention to it. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so I just was like to. I'm gonna own it, and uh, and exactly whatever right. happens, I so I just let it, let the breeze come at you're me. You're still owning it. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe a bit too much. Alone to button two buttons for crazy. Well, no, I mean, I it won't stay buttoned. Uh, and I forget what. It's somehow liberating. Yeah. It is free with my right, body. Let's, let's not have too much freedom. <laughs> Wait, 
it, we, I, Ingd, Ingdiv, I feel like, is, is fully... Fully yes. baked. I think he's fully he's, in the zone. Now, now, Close to it. Now, Ken, now, I don't want to think too far in the future here, but... Uh, is that a motorcycle? Is yeah. that it's your, no, it, yes. surrounded by a biker gang? Wait, so October? I forget what's October twenty eighth. You're playing at Gramercy. Twenty seventh, I think. Twenty seventh, Monster Magnet. Can we maybe try to get Ing Dave uh, strung up above the stage for that, that show? Dude, I know. Yeah, that'll work. Peter Pan flying. Yeah, totally. I mean, Gramercy is set up for it because it has, <clears throat> they can do, if any, it's the perfect venue for it. We don't have to, we should, no, we do have to figure this out now. Ingdave, will, will you do it? If I do, I will be a bloody stump of bench You just got to sit up there in a, in a gondola, like doing bong hits. And once in a while, the spotlight will come, and you're like, there he is. Oh. And then, and, and then once in a while, just shred. Oh. What if we got him on, like, um, you know those wheels that they strap people to, like knife throwers? Yeah. When the, and the person spins around. And, and so Keep he's talking. on there with the guitar, and we kind of put it at a slant. and But we make it so it's... It's not like solid. It's it's more just kind of supports him and his guitar, and that way, if I may get involved in the the lighting, some sort of mesh, yeah, like lights that shoot up beneath him, but then also shoot like kind of him onto the back. Yeah. Wow. He'd look like a. I don't know the technology for this, but. Do you plan on spinning him in any? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So every time you spin him, he automatically shreds like. Shreds as fast as it spins, and then it slows down. Yeah, but it no, but then it gets, the whammy pedal could do that. No, 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 no. This is I've got thought because Dave, you have I think like a, a, a tape echo or some sort of thing like that. You work you work sure. with your hand. Sure. So I'm someone can figure this technology out. We link that up. The rate. On this space echo or totally. to whatever thing is connected to the rate on the spinning, so when you it matches the rate absolutely, and that way it's just a one stop thing you when you crank up thing, it sends a signal, and Ingdave starts spinning around spinning and and, and playing yeah, yeah. <laughs> centrifugal force. Beyond that, I think this would be incredible. Centrifugal force will keep you there, <laughs> which is a good thing. It won't keep. I don't want you running. I want you running out. Oh man! Centrifugal force and a, and a steady hit, steady stream of bong hits and whatever other foreign substance will take it. That'll keep you there, buddy. The rest of it, that's up to us. I want to see those eyes glowing like the eyes of Satan. You know, somebody have to somebody have to get some. Lights coming out of his eyes. Oh man, this is gonna be good. And then at the end, just arms break off, two bloody stumps showering. <laughs> or just cut him loose so he spins and he just flies away. I want to. At one point, I wanted to take control and fly over the audience and then shoot laser beams out of his eyes, like cutting a swath. 
Yeah, at a least 11, 11 to 35 people taken out of the show, never to return. One for the books. That's just the price of rock. Say. Oh, man, this is going to be good. I'll shred you with my, with my fingers and with my eyes. <laughs> You're shredding. Sorry, no refunds. <laughs> well, health care. Yes. Well, you'll be beyond health care. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be good. Almost there. All right, Ing Dave, give it. Give us one, one more bong hit, and then uh, call sure. back in twenty minutes. I like how he gives a little one, and then there he goes. That's a good. No, you can't hear it since the first one. Once I take Once the bowl off, off, that's when you hear the bubbling. What? What? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I don't know if I, I can explain it to a non-stoner. Yeah, I understand. I You're on delay. It's really hard to understand anything. Oh, man. Well, Ingdave, 20 minutes. Right. All right. All right. Bye. The number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Hey, you guys, a couple of weeks ago, were yeah. talking about uh, how far you go with Sabbath. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Was it ever sorted? <clears throat> well, I feel like I was... Uh, well, Dave, you say... You were sitting set. on the fence trying to make everybody happy as usual, when you know damn well... <laughs> <laughs> so you, that after you sabotage, say, it just went right down that old toilet. Well, even sabotage and Sabbath bloody Sabbath... Not great. And then Not after the greatest, that was Flyboys and then Robot Town. Flyboys? Those are your, the street titles? Flyboys and I think and that Robot was the actual Town. titles. They were released in, in uh, I think, Holland under Flyboys and Robot Town. Robot Town. Black Sabbath, Robot Town. Was, was Robot Town the last one? Yeah, and then it was Black Sabbath. Yes. Remember? Yes. Without, the, without, without the, the H. They left off the H Wait. for savings. <laughs> Do, did I tell you... I went to uh, when I was I was in I spent three uh, long days in Birmingham, 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 and um, home of Sabbath. But I went to and nothing else. No, there's not a lot. It's I, misery there. I really, I really. Uh, table scraps are from there. My friend, table scraps, the band, really, good and band. actual table scraps. <laughs> <laughs> but they, 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 this. I went to this guitar company. That makes guitars for uh, Tony Iommi. You're getting a custom one made, right? Yeah, they're making. They showed me. I don't think they've started on it. JD Guitars, but it's this guy, um, John Diggins, and he he it's made the original name. old boy guitar, and uh, and now he and his sons, and then the one guy, and then his grandson, make these guitars together. So I went in. And they kind of, you know, let me, like, just kind of check everything out. Yeah, you posted a picture of that. Yeah. yeah. They put the, the you know, the, they'll put the crosses in the, the, in the neck. And then they even had, like, they make bases where that have LED lights that you can just hit it. And then it's this whole light show happens. So I saw that and I was like, 
well, you got to do that to my guitar now. And they're like, we stopped. This is the last one. <laughs> it's too much. Well, no, I forget what he said. He said, like, he's like, my dad does it, like the main guy who's, I think, got to be in his 70s or something. And they're like, he's just, he's got too much other stuff to do. We can't have him coming in here and making, like, fretboards light up. Wow. And I was like, yeah, you can. At least one one more yeah, time. One more. But uh, it was pretty it's like cool. like Kill Bill, you know, with the sword. You know, it's got to come back out of retirement. <laughs> make that last sword. Yeah, but, oh, man, it was cool. But Joe, I have a friend that lives in, in um, Mount Birmingham, or lives in near Birmingham, and she um, she says she's going on a Sabbath walk. Oh, yeah. Where they some take, people, like, take you around and show you the original places. I looked, I looked that up to see whether I could just piece it together on my own. But it it looked pretty like there's not a lot. Like like Ozzy's house, you can go to that. And then, but then I was like, I don't really want to go to Ozzy's house. I, I want to go to Tony Iommi's house, but I guess it's been torn down. And then I was like, well, I wouldn't mind going to Geezer Butler's house where he grew up. And, and then I couldn't figure out where it was because there's two streets of the same name. Anyway, but it's a lot of that sort of stuff. Like, this is the school that they didn't go to, but they walked by it on the way to the one that they did go to. It's like really, like, not even as good as the Sex in the City tour, I don't Oof. think. Or the Seinfeld tour. No. It, was, it seemed to be really... Uh, or Bon Scott's Grave. I went to that. Where's that? It was in uh, Perth. Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. The grave. It was great. Well, as great as going to see a grave can be. Yeah, what do you do? I went to, uh, my friend Ian took me to uh, Nick Drake's grave. Maybe great's an overstatement. It was a grave. I didn't know what to do. Like, I was like, this is cool. So we took pictures of each other by the grave, but we didn't know, like, what do you, what's your facial expression supposed to be? Yeah, like. Let's say a couple stories and lay a flower or have a beer or something. Well, yeah, but like, but then, you know, the photos. What do you do? Act like cool, or yeah, do you I don't like, think you do the can can in front of. No, you kind of yeah. be like solemn but psyched. A cool person would take no photo at all. You're right, and that's why I didn't and have some respect. You even know? though I just admitted Soul already that stealing. I did. <laughs> did you go to Morrison's grave in a? No, because oh, that Paris? one's worth going because the, that that graveyard is insane like Chopin's there I mean everybody's oh, there oh no insane. I didn't I should have yeah that I graveyard's was like, really good I, I always get it's like graveyard's graveyard whenever I'm in like cities what like, all graveyards aspire to <laughs> sorry yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I was sort of like I didn't want to think too much I, f- I always feel overwhelmed in Paris and, and uh, other like uh, places Paris is too, big, especially. but you go like like where do I start? It's like New York or something. And you're by yourself too, so it's yeah, it's a little daunting. Yeah, so I just uh, but I just mostly like wa- walking around and just soaking it in. That's what I do. You see a lot I mean, of cool stuff just walking around. Yeah. yeah. Let's let we have some calls on hold here. Let's see what this is about. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's an Thank actual woman. God. Uh, who's calling? Jeez. It's a female woman. <laughs> Just a small town girl. 
I love it. You don't know what we're, we're up against. We got people from Carteret eating it. Oh, the whole town's eating it. This is this is uh. Is that more than one woman? Did you hear a second woman? This is a record. That was incredible. Yes. Who's calling in from where? That was beautiful. <laughs> this is Carrie. Carrie from Brooklyn. Wait, Carrie, hold that thought. But for there's another Ian from I'm not sure Calamari Ian on he another take on the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Pretty this one's pretty excellent as well. Wow. It's a bloody tree stump with a pentagram. On top, cool. it's pretty awesome. Nice yeah, work, really Ian. Cool. That would Another, work. As a, that would work as a business card. That would. Very tasteful. But let's let's focus. Carrie, you're yeah, there we, with an. You're a woman, and you're there with another woman. You are correct. <laughs> this is a. Who is the oh other my woman? God. My name is Elizabeth Becker. Elizabeth Becker. What, what are you? What are you guys doing? I'm, I'm from NorCal. 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 What's Is that, that Northern really California? NorCal. NorCal. Yeah. We're, um, oh, well, there's a tell the dude in the background California. to shut up. No, no dude on this call. Yeah. <laughs> we're, it's was going too well. Back two, off, dude. Two women, <laughs> with with all due respect to the the guy that's there, tell him not to pollute the situation. Tell him to go to Popeyes with the rest he, of the callers. He's yeah. just the driver. Don't worry. Oh, oh okay. You, wait, so you guys are Keep driving your eyes around? Keep on the road, pal. <laughs> but there's another woman here. Hello. A third woman. Who's the third? Mama Becker. Mama Becker. Hi, Mama Becker. Wait, <laughs> Elizabeth Becker's mom is in the car? Yeah. Yeah. How, how? I mean, what are you guys doing? What's the scenario? Look, it sounds like they're looking for trouble. Yeah. Just driving around. They have some henchmen We're driving. thinking of, like, going to teepee someone. I don't know. We're just figuring it out. Because we're we're in Arenda? Are we in Arenda? Oh, you're in California right now. Yeah, we're in California right now. Oh, right. oh so it's early. it's 7.54. super early, yeah. Give it the whole night ahead of you. I mean, I tried to, like... I tried to get it on the actual radio, 91, but it, it didn't work. I don't understand. That's pretty, that's like 3,000 miles. Yeah, that's, uh, the, I think the problem with the signal is, yeah, the 3,000 miles in West Wing. Unless you have a ham radio. Yeah. Well, wait, the ham radio would get it? <laughs> I'm assuming it yeah, would. Yeah, I think you could dial it. Like, right? you know, like dial it all in. Like, ham radio should get everything? Really? No, but I, don't I know always assume that like, ham radios would get things. Like, if I couldn't get a station in, I would think, if I had a ham radio, I'd get it. The, you know, that's my... If I don't... You're more if, of a ham. If I don't yes. move to Paris to uh, ride out my existence on the planet, I might just move to Carteret and become a ham radio enthusiast. And eat at Popeye's. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a secret dream of mine. I mean... It's one yeah, or the I, other, right? I just right? thought you, you were pretty much connected with God, if you, if you knew how to handle one of those, a crystal set, as they used to say. Really? On the crystal? Thought? Yeah, you could just be one of those guys when, like... Guys, it's, it's like, it's veering on pedal talking now. Oh, oh. I actually, I kind of did think <laughs> it was, uh, 
It was. Yeah. Oh man, I just got knocked. Okay. Um. No, I mean, you know, we needed to hear it. I guess I. It's like a slap in the face. I'm like seeing double. Oh. So where are you going? Where are you? An audio slap in the face from California. I was um, I was here for a wedding and um. Whose wedding? And my friend Michelle. Misha Norman, and, you know, his name's Norman, she's Michelle, so they called it, their hashtag is Normel, and, um... That's, that's unfortunate. No, no, it's pretty good, actually. Normel? That's pretty good. Wait, the hashtag, they hashtag their wedding? Yeah, that's a thing. What are they, 15? Everyone hashtags weddings now. They do? For, so, so they can, like, post photos? Um, so, f- so they can post what? Sorry. When I get married, there's going to be no. Uh, everyone has to throw their phones in the trash. Just going to be a police you know, sketch artist. You know, yeah. Come up with a hashtag. There's uh-huh. going to be no cameras. Except for. So yeah. I guess the hashtag lets everybody, what, have fun with the wedding, or does it actually help? So everyone can go and. Uh, so they get a good share crowd. Share their photos? Or s- yeah, yes, yeah. share photos. Get a good walk up crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't how's the marriage going? Yeah, I don't know it's why. It's got to be what at least so a day or two old now. When was I the? Think you, I think you've got to be kind of. I mean, oh, how is the marriage going? It's um, yeah, I think they're really happy on Instagram. Um, Isn't everybody? <laughs> exactly, but no, it really was a really fun wedding, really beautiful. It was in Aww. Tiburon, and the views were you know. Yeah, the weather was perfect and it was really diverse and everyone was doing a lot of dancing and there were there was a henna ceremony the next day and that was really a cool. Henness, a henna ceremony. I'm listening. Hair coloring them Go on. <laughs> <laughs> you just put the henna on the tips of the fingers like for a, like a Jewish thing and then and then your fingers are red for the wedding, you know? But they did it the day after. So they wouldn't have red fingers for the wedding. Wow. What, then why do you... You know, like tradition. So then the next day, you just, like, get together and, like, redden the fingers and just go berserk? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's supposed to be done before. You know, it's old-timey thing. But, yeah. You know, oh, I didn't know about, about this. I just think of, think of how hard it would get to every, for everyone to get back together the next day just to do that. Yeah. There was snacks. Like, now when there's champagne and, like, this incredible uh-huh. view yeah. and, like, other... Oh, okay. Okay. Other stuff. That's how they get you. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they get you. The champagne. They'll always get you. Man. Well, um, but yeah, we're um, we're in. Is this town called Arinda? Lafayette. Oh, Lafayette. And um, the girl who was singing before, she's like um, Elizabeth what, Becker. What, yeah, Elizabeth Becker. She's gonna be totally famous. So you gotta keep an eye out for her. And an ear. Well played, Tim. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful voice. Right? Yeah, she really yeah. took it to the next level. I mean, I really, I also chimed in. I don't know if you heard that. Hey, you're Absolutely. you're no slouch. Yeah. <laughs> it was good stuff. Um, Esther and I went to high school together. Who's and, Esther? Um, A third... Mama Becker. Oh, we oh, guy, we guy. Okay. Yeah, and so oh, so you know, so we the mom, mom, the we were, the mother so the is. Mom team. I thought you were driving around with like an old lady. <laughs> but that—that's not what's happened. So the Elizabeth Becker is—is is, uh, 
is a child, really, basically. Yeah, she's 16. Okay, so I had it wrong. I thought there were two adult women and then, like, a 70-year-old lady. Well, when you call somebody Mama Becker, I mean, you know what I mean? It sounds like it's something out of a movie. Like, hey, come on, Mama Becker. Come on up and yeah. see. <laughs> and I thought she would be paying for everything. Well, hopefully but that's not still the, the case. case but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, keep up the good work out there. Yeah, just keep singing hi. and driving and singing and driving. Yeah, and thank you, uh, three women on one call. That, I mean, that's, we'll, a, that's we'll, pretty much a record. Yeah, we'll be good for months after that. The, <laughs> the, the, take the rest of the summer off. No, no. I, <laughs> more, way. more women callers. Yeah. See, let tip the. Uh, Scales. Tip the estrogen levels on this show. <laughs> Maybe that should be the new uh, rule. If if you're a guy and you're not a truck driver or in prison, don't call. <laughs> yeah, if all the stories you got is like a half half a box of Popeye's chicken, that's all you got. It's like have a story or have some exuberance. Did you? Um, I just tuned in. Did you go to? Did you go to Oscar Wilde's grave? No, no. I would have liked... I didn't go to any graves, um, unfortunately. Not a big grave-goer? No. Not too much. Uh, neither am I. I mean, if it's a pretty graveyard, I'll go to the graveyard just because it looks cool. Yeah, I just I mean, kind of like walking around and seeing what happens. Seeing, well, seeing what kind of action comes my way, you know? I mean, you never know what you can find in a graveyard, though. Graves? Like, Great, yeah, no, no, you no, do. People, I, I would argue you do know what you're going to find. I've seen some, I've seen some stuff in Pierre Lachaise. Oh, fan. Oh, you mean like kind of graveyards that people hang out when they're not supposed to hang out there? That yeah, kind of gra- oh yeah, me too. <laughs> graveyards. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they. Yeah, for a yeah. time there, I remember when I was a kid, that was where the action. Weren't was. we just? We were just talking about this, yeah. weren't? When you were on a couple weeks yeah. ago. Did I streak a graveyard? I think I may have streaked a graveyard one streaking, time. Streaking the dead. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> well, thank right, you, well, Carrie. Well, Wait, what? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that dead air. Sorry, it took that like, um, delay. No, that's, you know, I'm the king of... Oh. You just cut her off. I think I, just, I, think I hung up on... Carrie, I, I think I hung up on you. Or maybe maybe she'd punished herself. Two oh one two oh nine nine three six eight. We have a full bank. Lightning Hello. round. Lightning round. Hello, you're on the air. We're doing a lightning round. Could that be me? Oh Aww. my gosh, an actual an actual woman. It's you. Yes, I'm. I'm trying to tip the estrogen estrogen levels. I mean, I think that's part of our job here, right? And who's who's calling in from where? This is Terry from Keyport. Terry Keyport. Where's Keyport? Keyport's in New Jersey. Dave and Tim know where it is. I know. I, they had a look of, of uh, recognition it's on It's north it. of Keensburg. It's north of Keensburg, but will never be Keensburg in spite Beautiful. of the whole thing going and, on. and we can thank God for that. Uh, it's all that. So, hi, guys. How's it hey. going? Hey, what's up, Terry? Say, I, I wanted to like say I'm really glad that uh, Tim and Dave are representing Red Bank, loving the show, blah, blah, blah. Thank but you. I really wanted to sort of Take us in a direction because you have the inimitable Tim Cronin. So, Tim, yeah, you used to always blog about your tour with Monster Magnet, right? Yeah. And, like, I, my question is not about that. It's about, hey, Dave, did you ever read these things? 
His blogs? His blogs. Oh, yeah. Because and, and, it sounded really fun but not fun, and, and it would be really, to me, kind of entertaining if you guys talked a little bit about some of those blogs because what you guys went through was awesome. She's really teeing it up. I like that. She you like that? She is. Yeah. I, I'm your girl. There it is. I'm trying. I don't can't quite remember the blogs, but I'm sure it's him griping about getting bugs. Of in course, he was griping. It was the it was the van. It was this. I think if he had had like on the wheel of shreds, he would have put you on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, what's it's the like, wheel of shreds? The that... wheel of shreds is for me what Ing Dave was. You guys were just designing for Ing Dave. Oh, you've already come up with a name for it. Oh yeah, the it's wheel of shreds. Name. I'm sorry, it was. In... <laughs> we got it. We caught it. Awesome on the wheel of shreds. To me, that was like Richard Thompson. While shredding, doing this whole thing, Dave thing. Just me. Wow, you just upped the game on that, huh? Now it's a classy show, too. Wow. Well, yes, Europe was a living hell. (laughs) But it was it was funny. Wait, when when you toured Europe? Yeah, I mean, I would write you know these blogs, and they I read them, but they weren't like kind of based in reality because. Nobody wants to read like today. We were in Berlin. I ate a schnitzel. No, you you, you were so you kind of make spinning a yarn. You spin a yarn, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I so mean, also when you're there for a while, and especially under your, I mean, you know, I live in my own world, right? And then you're forced to live in a more real world, you know. Yes. Um, so you're out there watching, you know, the magic. Yeah, we're watching the sausage get made. Yeah, you're watching the sausage <laughs> get made. So I mean, like, yeah. yeah, and it was before, fun. but it was like I liked everybody we toured with for the most part. But like, who didn't you like? Well, I mean, there's oh, Dave, come on. No, back I know off. this. I'm, there's, I'm, there's, what that's Tim talking, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like after a week, you'd want to take a pickaxe to everybody in the crew and the band, and I'm sure they felt the same about me. So you know, no, they didn't. See, that's the thing you still don't understand. You're the only one. <laughs> You're the guy. Everyone else is part of a team. You're oh, the one. Do, 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 we, do we just take the bridge to like Tim and Dave's war or the self-deprecation uh, of Tim? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not self. All those I, things. No, all those I, things. Not self-deprecating at all. I had a. Uh, I had a great time, but. Wow, she's like. Everybody got on my nerves constantly. Yeah. Well, we had always a revolving cast of, of crew members. And we didn't have a lot of money, so it's not like we're like getting the best and the brightest here. So it, <laughs> it's you know, what we'd get is just ex Navy SEALs. Yeah, that's yes. ex Navy SEALs. So the animal. Everybody in the rock world has got <laughs> something wrong with them. You know, everyone's got something wrong with them, and most people are a certain level of sensitivity. Let's say it isn't the uh, the sparkiest. You know, the certain. Tim mm-hmm. is at a higher level of sensitivity and also intelligence. So you, it's going to be hard to be anything around him without him realizing what the real thing is. So in, in a writer's, he's going to be sensitive to everyone's weirdness or whatever, uh, whatever their faults or their, or their <clears throat> benefits may be. What I'm saying is that Tim was temperamentally unfit to tour. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Well, you're living with 12 people in a bus for five weeks, and yeah, the bus is like like a really crummy apartment with a bathroom that doesn't work. Right, and you're not drinking to, to, to go to sleep, you know, like half these other people are. I, I, sometimes I did. Well, you were forced to. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, crack, those when, crack years. When did you stop touring with the band? Uh, 2015. 
Ten years too late. Ten years too... That's not that long ago. Whoa. No. Actually, it was 15 years too late. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Touche. Now, so, yeah, that's what happened. Will, will you, will you uh, come out of retirement for this? Well, I do North like American local shows. Tour? Yeah, will you do like the New York, the... the well, no, they're going to have a regular... Shreds? Well, I mean, I might come out for that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they're going to have their own, like a... A proper lighting guy for this. A proper lighting guy. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you know, somebody who actually is, you know, I mean, I'm a bit of a dilettante with that when I was doing it. I disagree. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I was, know, it was a good started, niche. Yeah. I was okay for yeah, what I did. Yeah, we shouldn't go down this road. Yeah, I don't want to. This all got really dark. I blame myself. I, I blame you as well. There. I blame myself. Didn't want it to get dark. I wanted it to be funny. You so did. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, it is funny. Yeah, I mean, we're not, I mean, we're not frowning. No. But while oh, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I would like to mention that the Ribeye Brothers are playing Hank's Saloon. Ah, oh, yeah, there we yeah, go. We That's should... what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, and let's. On August 4th with Swilson and the Come On. So that'll be. Swilson featuring Dean Rispler. There you go. Featuring high. They're a great band. High octane rock. Dean. And uh, so. Do you know Dean? No, but I like the name Whispler. Rispler. He he he's in, he plays bass in the Dictators also. Really? Yeah, and I think he's in like seventy eight other bands. I like the bass player in Painted Doll. Oh yeah. He's the best bass player I ever saw. She's great, Erica nah. Osterhout. Yeah. That's her last name? Yeah. Say it again. Osterhout. What a great name. Yeah. No, she's awesome. So in you guys way. recording? We haven't started yet. We have the next record written. All hits. No, they're not hits, but you know. We're all hits I on the last one. Good. Yeah, all hits. No, uh, yeah, we have it written. I think we're going to get cracking in the fall. That's cool. At some point. So, yeah, so we'll be playing Brooklyn. It'll be a good show. Yeah, uh, and, uh, let's focus. Let's focus. Yeah, they liked this uh, when we August when 4th. we played with uh with Painted Doll. Yeah, that was the guy our who first was booking show a show ever. Yeah, it was you a guys good show. were great. We had a good time. I love I love you guys. Yeah, it was fun and uh, high energy rock. You know, I was I'm, I can't I was, come to that one. I'm going to be at Vakin or Wacken. Wacken, like Wacken over here, Vakin yeah. over there. You'll be Wacken at Wacken. I'll be I'll uh, be I'll be Wacken at Wacken. What are you? What are you doing, Tim? I was saying, Bill Dolan. Bill Dolan was threatening me yeah. if I didn't stay positive. I know. Well, I've and I've been pretty positive. You have, you know. It, it's it's kind of like and it uh, hasn't been a chore. No, yeah, you. Uh, I don't just, know those white knuckles grasping <laughs> grasping the desk. <laughs> the grimace. I have a question for you. I don't Tim. want to get on Bill Dolan's bad side. That's all I'm no, saying. No, you Bill? don't. You do not. No, he's like ice. He is, sort of, in his own way. Oh, yeah. Now, you, I have a question, Tim. On your Instagram account... Yes. ...which I follow, which is called, uh, at Feed Tim... Yeah. ...you do album art collages. Yes. Is that what, how you would describe them? Sure. Do you cut up actual album covers to do those? Yeah, I take... Uh, at work, there's a bunch of records that are unsellable, like there's no record in it, or they're moldy... So we throw them out, and I'll rip. I'll take some covers off of them, and then I'll make collages oh, okay. out of them. Oh, okay, so you're not destroying... Have no, you I'm not seen destroying, stuff, like, Dave? sellable records. You know what I... I love it, yeah. It's yeah, I love it, too. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. But I just see it in person. I mean, that's the, you have to hold it in your hands. 
to really get it. But it's that's what I always cardboard. And, I always wonder. I was like, are you just drawing? Now you've clarified because I thought you were just like. Putting and saying like I don't care if I'm destroying. No, no. Like there's like if there was a Led Zeppelin record there that I wanted to use and I wouldn't just scratch it with a razor blade. Right. You know, it would have to be le- legitimately beat. Okay. That this is what I needed to know. I need to. I need to. Uh, E-Rock Hellhammer has entered the fray of the bloody stump of Bensonhurst with an with another. It's it's a bloody stump. Ooh, I like that. stump. It's a bloody bon- foot. That's also a bong. That looks Can like something from Dave? Adult Swim. Yeah, that's I right. Like, he's I he's like a the, great artist. The bong seems to be like a emitting flames as well as smoke. Yeah, it's the flames it's a of rock. Bong. It's very good. You know, Tim also tried his uh, that uh, approach, <clears throat> the album cover approach with with uh, animals. Roadkill for a while. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really work out. Yeah. Wait, I was looking at, uh, um, <coughs> uh, yeah, the cover of uh, Ribeye Brothers, the Village Brown Preservation oh, yeah. Society. I was looking at today, which was Roadkill with like a mask. Yeah. That was disturbing. Yeah. Is remain is is currently disturbing. Yeah, that was a weird picture. But you didn't kill the animal for the photo. It no, no, it was no. Which I not that I suspected that. No, no, God no. But um. Right. Well, we have seventy-eight other calls. Carrie, do you have any? Uh, Terry. 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 It's Terry. Yeah. And I'm out. I guess this I hear. Great guys. No way. No, you no, don't no, get no, to decide. No, no. What's with these people saying trying to she decide wins. when they're gonna leave? I decide. <laughs> I, that was really rude. I had to hang up on her because to make it seem like it was yeah. my idea. Yes. You thank you. Me, thank wait. you, Terry. 201-209-9368 is the number here. I'm here with Dave Windorf from Monster Magnet, Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. Hello, you're on the air. Oreo delivery service. Oh, jeez. Like is this Dave. Danny D? I can see him on the... Yeah. Oh Jesus! Okay, someone's gonna gotta let. I'll Dan go down and get him. You'll go down and get yeah, him. Yeah. Don't lock yourself uh, <coughs> out. How would I do that? Just don't let any doors shut behind you. Are you sure? Any sure. Do it's I gonna be like we, play, we could take a music break and I could. It's gonna be there. like and then there were none because Dave won't come back and then I'll go back and get down and get Wait, him. Wait, yeah, Dave, this is you're not using this as a escape. Escape uh, pod. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I was thinking I would if I go down there, I'll stick my head out the door and smoke a cigarette. Let's see who this is. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dave. Yes, who's calling in from where? This is Matt from Springfield. Matt from Springfield. Yes, longtime commenter, sometime caller. Yes. I've met you I met you at the Black Cat in Washington DC. That's right. I have a rain man like memory of all things. Yeah. Hello to Dave W. and Tim. They may be in the hallways right now. Tim's Hello? here. Dave went to go let Danny D in against my better, better judgment. Okay, cool. I'm calling in because you just came back from England, and I'm going to be going over there shortly. Yes. Why well, was in Wales, England, and France? Wales? Hmm. That's right. What, so what, what was your sports question? Sports question. So, Sandy Koufax, 56 World Series. Now, 
I thought he was benched, but no, really. Uh, saying about, I'll be going over to England, actually, to work for a short while. So I'll be over there. Where in England? It's about like an hour and a half train ride away from uh, London on the Great Western. What city? Kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's actually in embed as a liaison with the British military there. I kind of so top secret stuff. stuff? Yeah, it sounds like you don't want to tell us. UFOs? Uh, UFOs? Uh, Brexit? More like the identified flying objects. Yeah. We identified them, but we don't know how much they're worth. So if you were to buy them on Amazon, what would they be? That's mostly what I do. Hmm. All right, let's keep moving. All right. So are you working with the Royal Air Force? Uh, not them specifically, but it's actually with the Army. The Flying the, Army? The, the American one? Actually, I'm the liaison to a British facility. I'll be near an American one, so I can get APO mail. In fact, I have to APO mail a lot of my stuff over because it's a temporary assignment. They're actually not moving my stuff. But you can actually ship stuff in 70-pound boxes, just like uh, in the U.S. And How long are you going to be there for? Mail. That's actually the cheapest way to ship stuff over. 70-pound boxes? Yes, they have those. Are, no, are the boxes themselves 70 pounds? Or do they... Uh, do they you can fill them Capacity with up to 70%. 70 okay. I needed a clarification. Yeah, they're 70 pounds, but you can't put anything in it. How yep. long are you going to be there for? Oh, just about a year. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'll email you, and then if you're going to London to do a show or whatever, I'd like to meet up with you there. Slow, slow it down, pal. All right. No, uh, we could do that. I would enjoy that. I, I've met you in person. I feel like you wouldn't. Maybe he uh, could do a show at your facility. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was supposed to do a prison on this last trip over, but uh, they postponed it because I think they thought that uh, I would cause some sort of riot. Yeah, they're kind of not nice about prison shows. There should be a lot more of them, but they're reluctant to allow that at times. Well, I've done a few of them, and they've always they've I've, I've had a, always have a great time. You don't want to say you killed. Oh, I'm sure. You don't want to say that. <laughs> you don't no. want to say that, but wait, wait. So, were you gonna? What were you gonna ask me, or ask Tim, or ask uh, Dave? I was who's... gonna ask you since you uh, said that there's a, actually a tree for Oscar Wilde. Is that where he's buried too, or is it just like a memorial? There's a tree. Who said that? I thought you did about half an hour ago. I don't think that I did. Well, I'm a cemetery fan, so there's a lot of good stuff to see there. I'm sure. We had mentioned Nick Drake's grave in the comments. Oh. If he has one, I'd like to visit there. I, I did visit that. I, that is somewhere between, uh, I think, Nottingham and London somewhere. Oh, okay. And I think, but like out of the way, because hmm. we visited it. I did a show in Nottingham. My friend Ian took me, and it was like in the middle of the night. Hmm. That's very awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, oh, here he is. Hi, Dave. Danny D. And is that a Christmas New Jersey Devils t-shirt? Um, That's horrifying. The no, the alternate color, because they used oh, to have green, so. Oh. 
Spinal Tap, Christmas with the Devil. I gotta drive. Yes. Oh yeah, there you go. You gotta drive. No, I'm off. I'm off those, Danny. I gotta stay beautiful. But Not anyway, even, even if I'll be uh, over there at nighttime, I'll try to pull an occasional Stephen Radford from Manchester and check in. Oh, yeah, please do. You should hook up with uh, Danny. Do you have a question? Oh, well, no, this, this just saw something cool on the. Oh, okay. Well, Tim brought his battleship. I brought the game of Battleship in in case there was some dead air. Oh, well, there's always dead air. Why did you wait? Yeah, you said you were going to break it out. Well, it's, it's technically broken out. If it wasn't. I would have left it in a car, so this is me breaking it out. Yeah, let's break it out. We have 40 minutes, 39 oh, minutes to go. Well, I was, you know, we could set up two teams, maybe. Two teams? No, we can't. Have the audience as one team. All right, Matt. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to keep moving on down the line. All right. But thanks for calling. And yeah, uh, get in touch when you're across the pond and when I'm across the pond. Sure. I'll check in with you guys later. All right. Thanks, Matt. Cheerio. Cheerio. He's, he's, he's really acclimating. In the mo yeah, he really But check this out. Wade, Wade Snook has photoshopped the Wheel of Shreds, as Terry named it. on it. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Ah, that's brilliant. You know. Wow. This has to be. I mean, look at that. I know. Do you know what that I, would be like live? It's incredible. Lasers like are seen out of a man called horse. Lasers yeah. are <laughs> shooting. It does look like a man called horse 2000. <laughs> it's got lasers shooting out of his eyes. Let's. Um, I'm going to answer that. Let's see who this is. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Congratulations. You did a great job on uh, selected shorts. Oh, thank you. Is yeah, it this was on is... just the other day. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, I saw. I saw someone had posted it. Um, they what they did a repeat. I, you know, these things are all repeated. But uh, I heard your voice. I said instantly. I said, "You know who that is? That's Steve Hill." Oh so, yeah, I read read something. Oh, you were on Selected Shorts. Yeah. It was a great story. I read. It was, it was written by Susan Orlean, another when, Clevelander. When was this? Recently? I did it. Um, I did it a couple of years ago, I think. But I guess I they aired it, it again. Oh, really? It was... So your your agent has uh, well NPR connections. No, the NPR companion, whatever. Last week or two weeks. Ago. No, that uh, they just I don't know. They just. Can't... What about your boy Leonard Lopate? I did what his I did his show that? a couple times. You were on Leonard Lopate? I've been I was on that show a few times. Or now a couple he's on times. BAI. I don't know. I, I can't keep up with. NYC, he NYC. got fired. And now he's I, on BAI at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, is he? He's on BAI now? Oh, yeah. I, I had heard he is got fired. Is he still fired. talking to Ruth Reichel? And that's where he started. <laughs> and so he's done the full circle. And the name of his show is what it used to be when he first started out. Oh. Which is? I, I really don't know. Food that. Farm. It's only been two weeks. Food so Farm, you said? Out of a loop. Oh, and by the way, uh, Dave, are you a baseball fan? Me, Dave, or Dave Windorf? Uh, Dave Hill. Oh, um, I like, yeah, I like to go to baseball games. That was so not convincing. No, no, I mean, I'm, I mean, I like, I guess I don't, I like to go, I like to, if someone's like, 
inviting me to a game. I like to sit and drink and eat while a baseball game is happening in front of me. But if you took away that stuff, <laughs> then I would be... That's exactly the way right. I feel about it. I, I would be nice, like... Nice I nice excuse to eat and look at green grass. Yeah, yeah. I, if I could, you know... Right. If I just had to sit there and watch the game, uh, I'd be in big trouble. Because uh, you, you, you were talking earlier about ham radio, and a lot of people don't know the connection, the, the shot heard around the world. You know what I'm talking about, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant. Yes. Okay. Uh, that I feel like we're not going to get another woman calling after all this. To uh, the uh, armed service radio, to people in Guam heard that broadcast. That's why it's a shot heard around the world, because it was halfway around the world by ham radio. And so were, they were troops uh, of ours in Guam in 1953 who were hearing that home run hit. Not only was it significant, but it really was a landmark in terms of broadcasting that it was actually heard, heard around the world. I don't know if a lot of people know that. It was ham, ham radio history and broadcasting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And no, I'm, a base, I'm a baseball fan and really? a ham radio enthusiast. You are? No. <laughs> I like baseball. You're a baseball fan, though? I also and it, like the and anybody who has a ham radio, they, they have to be an enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, you can't... You can't just like them, no. ham radios. You have to be an enthusiast. I like that they exist. Yes. I but guess. I'm a baseball fan, and I didn't know that. But when the end times come, the ham radio guys... I know. They'll the, be kings. It's all right? going back to analog, dude. You watch. Yeah, it's like... Uh, think about it. It's like proto-internet. It was like... Yes. Global communication before internet. I can't. The guys with ham radios and CB radios. Oh, CBs. I can't crazy. wait. I can't wait till it goes analog. Well, I think if, if somebody were to go at, like totally analog right now, you could probably have a secret army that they would pick up on for a while. Nobody's, nobody's you know, there's no major power now. Are in, you saying something? Or are well, you I'm, Dog whistle. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you could probably get away with a lot of analog stuff that people wouldn't even know. It's going over different, you know, they wouldn't pick up. Right. Mm. Let's do it. Let's not, let's not do it. Yeah, let, that's, let's yeah. not say any more about not doing it. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you, Peter. We've, we've, uh, we've learned a lot on this call. Excellent. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, right. The Yankees, the Giants win the pennant. It was Ralph Branca and Bobby Thompson hit the home run. Very exciting. You had to be there. I wasn't there, but I'm only historically there. Sure. There in spirit. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks, Peter. All right. Bye. Keep up the good work. Bye-bye. We learned a lot on that call. I like the submarine the best. Battleship. The number here is 201-209-9368. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. Baseball enthusiast. Mets fan. Mets fan. Bravely spoken. And I admit it. Are they, are they, they're not good at baseball? They're not good at anything. Dave Windorf from Monster Magnet. Dave, not a baseball fan. Not no a baseball fan of nothing. Do you, do, you, do you like any sport? You know, I like movies about sports if it's good. I like William Bendix in movies. <laughs> That's the uh, same thing as like in baseball, like in William Bendix. Yeah, that's close <laughs> uh, enough. Yeah, like the yeah, like Gary Cooper. Uh, you know, I I never I didn't buy it. I I tried to. A what good, sports? A, yeah, I mean a, a good Super Bowl or something. It's cool for three seconds. For snacks but, again. Yeah. 
but I was now I was always the guy that would like turn it, turn the channel to the movie. You yeah, know? me too. What are you doing? <laughs> Looking for a movie? Well, oh, that's just a bunch of guys throwing a ball around. I've talked about this, I think, several times now on the show. But I, the sound of a game, like a football game, specifically, depresses me. Like it bums me uh, out. I like baseball. I'm not that keen on football. I mean, it just like because I all I can think is people are telling me to shut up because I'm talking and wanting to do something else during the game. Yeah, it's the opiate of the masses, Dave. I've been accused of making teams lose because I wasn't focused on the game that was on television. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, because I was doing something else in the room. Talking. The jinx. No, and I've also once I started playing guitar... I was just like, oh, I don't have to pretend to be to care about this stuff anymore. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, there was a time in this country where sports and music were definitely separated, and it's like it wasn't cool to do both. You know? Yeah, but I, I didn't. I never thought it was cool to do both. I thought it was like I don't want to be. You know, jocks were not cool. You know? I think jocks are still not cool. Yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're not. definitely still not cool. I mean, but, I like you know, I like baseball, but I don't think I'd agree with any of them politically. It's weird. It's like I like baseball in in theory, and I like the good stories, and I like Tim's version of baseball, which is really funny. Uh, um, I like the stories. I like the movies, but the actual sitting there and watching it, forget it. No, <sighs> bang the drum slowly. Same thing with all sports. All sports. I like hockey games. I like women's volleyball, and um, that's good. Gymnastics. It's entertaining. I watched the. Uh, I watched. It has to be a record. I watched two soccer games in a week while I was. Yeah, well, because soccer's pretty entertaining. I when I flew to England, and England was playing Croatia, so I was like, "Oh, well, you got there for the game? I should hang out with some English people and watch this. Watch them lose. Just just see their reaction to this. And <clears> then, uh, and then the day I got to Paris, the Paris, France was playing Croatia, so. That was the, uh, it was a bunch the of parades World going Cup. on, right? Wasn't it? Uh, they were going crazy, and yeah. I, I, so I, I was exhausted. I can't. I had to get up really early to fly from from Birmingham. So I slept all day, and then got up and just walked and in, just into the street and started uh, just drinking and watching this game, and just kind of watching people get excited. It didn't register anything with me, but I like to but watch they, they the people. Lo- I mean, Europe just gets so <coughs> so into the World Cup thing. It's amazing. I mean, <clears throat> everybody. Girls, guys, mm-hmm. kids, adults. Yeah, and then they were just going nuts. And You'll uh, actually have, like, bad attendance at, at shows. I've had bad attendance at shows because of that. Oh, yeah, they were, people <clears throat> were talking about, like, that they had to, like, that shows were canceled and what... Someone was talking about, I can't remember, that they had to, um, what show was it? It was like a, a big show, and they just had to push the show back and put the game on. A couple hours, yeah. Because oh, yeah. they're like, everyone in this arena is going to be, it's not going to be watching the show. That happened in Madrid. Yes. They had to push, they pushed the show back like an hour and a half. And I think, Let's uh, get our priorities straight. I think the Madridniks lost, so they were kind of bummed. Madridniks? Yeah, I think they, so they were bummed out. 
We, we, should we take this call? Yes. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Oh my gosh, it's a woman. <laughs> Who's calling and from where? It's Sarah from Arlington. Drummer Sarah. from Macho Sluts. Right. Perhaps if that band even exists anymore, I don't know. <laughs> Macho Sluts? I think Macho Sluts are on the rise. Oh, good. Because I've been practicing. <laughs> good. Get ready. I'm ready. What's going on in Arlington? You're on with me, um, Tim Cronin, well, Dave Windor. You know what? I I just wanted to say hi because it's been a while since I called. But I also well, um, you were talking about ham radio. Oh, which, um My sister lives in California, and um, just coincidentally, she like applied for her. She already had a ham radio license. You have to apply for a license? Well, you have to take a test, and you have to do stuff, and you have to be kind of a... I mean, I'm a radio producer, but I'm not, like, I, I don't, I'm not a ham, I don't know about ham radio. But she had to take a, a test to get the advanced ham radio thing, because her whole point is, she lives in California, and you were talking about the end times, and she said... She did this thing with a whole group of people that were, like, doing simulations for when, like, the earth ends and Mm -hmm. bad things happen and people were pretending to be dead, you know what I mean? Like, and they had to walk through a field, like, arm-in-arm like police do when they're searching for clues for a terrorist attack or something, you know? And she said there was, like, a lot of poison oak. So she said, I don't want to do that part. But I want to do the ham radio thing where I can help people when something horrible happens and, like, work, communicate on the ham radio. Because yeah, that's what they do. Poison, you know, like when something bad holiday. happens and all the energy, the um, power lines go down and communications shut down, the ham radio people are out there and they can still communicate and help people. Right? That's our plan. <laughs> So she took this really hard test, like, and she said it was really, really hard, and she's really, really smart, and she does everything, like, really well. Not much my big sister. I have no complex. She's, <laughs> but, but anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Or Hey, Dave, you want to stop looking at the Internet? She's talking. I'm re- I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm hosting. She's looking there, like, on Amazon or no, something. No, I'm not. Dave, Tell me you're not. Dave, we've been through this. I'm looking in the comments section oh, to right, follow. All right, all right. You know, I'm engaged. I apologize at all for time. Dave Hill. It's okay. He's multitasking. No, I'm. Mo- I'm never. I'm. This. You know. This fully is fully engaged. This show is a tightrope act. Do you think I'm checking? Far away. No, I'm just checking the the uh, chat room to see. You know. If they're chatting like the wind, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just saw some ham radio based stuff. Oh, the ham okay. thing is a lot bigger than I thought it would it's be. It's bigger than it's, it's not it's just radio. Bigger than it's no, a you way of be life. Happy because the ham radio people are out there, and when the bleep hits the fan, they'll help you. Wait, <laughs> true. Wait, I what? The, oh, okay, like merchant marines of radio. I didn't say anything bad. No, no, no we have a minor emergency. Uh oh. Wait, I need to check in with Danny. But can you call back in twenty minutes? <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sarah. This is. Wait, Hi. Danny, what? It came charging through. You guys couldn't see. All the lights went off in the other room. For the listener, Danny Diaz. Well, Jesse's working on something. 
Oh, why did all the lights go off? Jesse, that's what this light switch do. Because he's like a I mad said, scientist yeah. out there. He's like cooking up on something on the falafel cart. He's cooking something. He's always doing something. He's got that falafel. Oh, cart. he does he's have the falafel cart. Crazy Wait. music that he's like dug from the center of the earth, ready to come. He in does. He's got he's the best. Right. He's the best opening guy on this station. Oh, uh, somebody hey, just. You know, I'm sitting right here, Dave, and I can hear you. Somebody Anything just texted me and asked how I, to get on a Dave Hill chat room. How to get in it? Dave, I, I played Angel Witch every week. How do you beat that? But it's the same thing. See, he mixes it up. I, I didn't mean to. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't. No, it's not a competition. Apples and oranges. I'm really sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't. Think. I thought you were in. A, you know, you're in your. He, he, I think you've crossed the he's line. He's a real DJ. Cross the like, line. Got a thing going on. This is not. I don't know if this is getting better. I think this is just. No, but you're right. I'm not a real DJ. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm a radio personality. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy works every week. Trying to top himself. Yeah. Week after week after week. You cut something out. What about four years ago? It sounds good. Yeah. Let it roll. Let it roll for three, four years. What do you? I don't. This is not improving, Dave. Yeah, Sinatra oh. totally stopped playing my way. Actually. Wait, you're, no, so you're I, saying that the show does hasn't evolved in four years? It's if it's evolved, and even the intros involved slightly. Slightly. Everyone's to everyone. But so you're in a weird position. Like you, you're. Uh, if I may, <coughs> I've invented. Walk out of this. I've invented Coca-Cola. And we know what happened when they twice. tried to change that. Twice. Yeah. I've been to Coca-Cola twice. <laughs> I, I was just saying, no, you, you innovate um, with the show. He has to innovate with the actual selection of music. Yeah. And only the selection of music. You're saying Jesse has no personality? I'm saying Jesse... Don't try to turn it against shoes. Jesse. Let it be against yeah. me. He would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, he would love to do don't, that. Don't try to... Hey, Danny knows his politics, so he knows the first thing to do is divide and conquer, and then you'll have a good time. Yeah. Somebody, some It'll of be us, the Danny while D the show. Rest of us, yeah. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just guess, saying... My, my legs won't be on the, on the, on the radio uh, console when, when I'm hosting shows. <laughs> um, we'll all be dead by then, Danny. <laughs> and only the people with ham radios. <laughs> the ham radio show. dan 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 I wonder what that is. That yeah, groovy P. Oh, yeah. so you're saying you you don't like the repetition? Of I sounds. love no. I what I'm what I'm trying to say. That's branding. Not being a wise guy. I appreciate the branding. I like it because it's all well 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 chosen and it works and it's actually homey. But I think Jesse's into like blowing people's minds with the tunes. Oh, I blew minds. So I don't know if you heard. Not from the beginning, you don't. Yeah, I do. I played Angel Witch by this band Angel Witch. Right. From an album called Angel Witch. Then played Glenn Campbell. Little Jimmy Scott. Yeah, your juxtaposition is kind of mind-blowing. It's true. Neg- Little Jimmy Scott, jazz great. Little Jimmy Scott into negative approach. Which has never been done before. I was going to say, a radio first. For good reason. Into Slade. Maybe been done. Maybe been done. <laughs> Into Ribeye well, Brothers. What, what, what Slade track Maybe was it? Done. Goodbye to Jane? Yeah. 
right, okay. That's the best one. Yeah, but I I'm, I like a... Ain't like a shot from my gun. I guess it's not classic, Slee. Cause you're in like a shot from my gun. Wait, which one is that? From the live album, so it's, oh. it's early. It's be- right before they actually had the whole glitter... They're slating the, the mirror, mirrors glued to the hat thing. Oh, man. I read Naughty Holder's... We must have discussed this. I read Naughty Holder's, Holder's autobiography. No, you did? I'll bring it. To, next time I How see you, I'll, I'll give it to you. It has everything. He's a bit of a kibitzer, isn't he? Oh, he it has... Well, he, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he talks about, I mean, they came, came up at an awesome time, like, and, uh, he, like, they were really broke, and there was this guy that, uh, would pay him to, like, uh, give him a Cleveland steamer, and he's just like, well, I was 20, and I needed the money, you know, so we could pay for it, amps, <laughs> so... And he just kind of glosses over that, but he's just like, yeah, just, you know, paying the bills. And, um... Wow! He didn't call it a Cleveland steamer, but that's what he meant. You'll read about it. But then he talks about, they like, how they wired up all their amps, because they wanted wherever... It was kind of stupid, really. But, I mean, but brilliant at the time, but when you think about what can be done now, but... They wired up all their amps so all the instruments would come out of all of the amps. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Or something That's to that effect. They just had madness. all the amps just going... <laughs> like everything. So like no matter where you were standing, you just you heard, heard everything. You know, like because when you go see in a band, you know, a small club and you stand... Yeah. On one side, you hear the guitar and they didn't want that to happen. I wonder if they... Did they have like extra cabinets, like, and then wired that? That's they might have done that. It's ex- it's all explained. We tried that once; it was a nightmare. Um. Well, you, now you have three guitar players with monster. That's magnet. right. Except I just make a bunch of noise. I'm not really playing up there. I just I make all the. Did the outlaws have three guitars? Every once in a while, I play leads. Oh, I think so. So did Thirty Eight Special, or does? Do you remember when Thirty Eight Special? There's like they were they were like full on, like southern rock, yeah, like Leonard yeah, yeah. Skinner to Jason, and then they had like a makeover in the in the 80s, and they like had like sort of Miami Vice, like they clearly the label had had the talk with them, and they were like, uh, hey, uh, Van Zant brother, you you're in the back from now on, no, and uh, really? yeah, look it up. And what are they, they had kind of soft rock? The, in their early videos, the singer, I can't remember his name, I swear wore like a bathrobe or, or like a, a kimono or something and looked great, as you can imagine. And then they had like kind of like these scoop-necked T-shirts with matching. As was the style. <laughs> yeah. Was time. And like was their hair was, they had bangs and stuff. And This is 80s? Yeah, rockin' in the was that oh was it was the name of the rockin' in eighties thirty eight special the late seventies eighties was oh, a damn. rough time for a lot of people man that's when you saw a lot of people just you know, you're gonna have to adapt or die it was brutal to watch Rod Stewart yeah Rod, Rod Stewart, Stewart. Went, went 
went from being one of the most respected, you know, hardcore school, like British can do no wrong cool guys to being like the cocaine. Yeah, and they had to pump his stomach. Don't even start on the (laughs) scene Do you know? Do you, do you know that rumor? Everybody yeah, heard that's that the rumor best in high school. Rumor. That was the best. There, the, Rod Stewart had had of his stomach pumped yeah. as semen, but then you would always hear like this girl from the high school five towns over had to have her stomach pumped, and uh, but I love that idea. That I think people just love the concept of a belly full of semen. We <laughs> I got, don't know why. We gotta get. <laughs> Just crazy. We gotta get all that semen out of there. You crazy kids. <laughs> There's stomach before what no is gonna happen. No one's filmed this yet. There's not like a vignette somewhere, some sort of YouTube vignette. I'm sure, I mean, they have. I'm gonna make history. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be my horror movie. We got Rod, Rod Stewart Rod here. Stewart. Get here. We gotta pump. Rod Stewart's stomach. But there's an origin to that story. You know, that's somebody who did some. Some guy who used to work for him. And made that story up. I mean, he was notoriously cheap, so maybe it was a, somebody really? had a problem with it. And Rod Stewart had to go to the hospital for some sort of stomach thing, but it wasn't that. And the guy came back and was like, or "Yeah, was let me it? tell you, let me tell you what happened." Yeah, Robert, uh, oh, at least man. that's what Rod claims, anyway. That's incredible. Let's let's see if this is a. We, we got to go, Danny. Google. Who was it, Frank? Rod Zappa Stewart's Alice. stomach. Right, Frank Zappa. Alice. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, the gross out contest. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wait, Dan, Danny, let's. Oh, maybe he's googling. I don't know. If he, oh, here he comes. Did you Google Rod Stewart stomach pump? Uh, oh, I did. Then he called for me, so I'm gonna go back to the. Okay, Google, stomach. Oh, nothing. You know the. Okay. Oh yeah. At last, Rod Stewart breaks his silence on getting a semen-filled stomach pumped. That's for the Times, right? Um, it, yeah, it's in the New York Times. Snope says false. Yeah, it's not true. We we know this. That's not what I was. You know that. That's not what we're. Jesus Christ! That's not what I was asking. I wasn't there. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Toon, of course, couldn't just uh, fire him. Oh, yeah, he fired a guy. <coughs> Toon's revenge was absolutely inspired. He fed the press a story in which, as a consequence of an evening spent orally servicing a gang of sailors in a gay bar in San Diego, I had been required to check into a hospital emergency room to have my stomach pumped. I have never orally pleasured even a solitary sailor, let alone a ship's worth, in one evening. Um... Okay, and and I've never had my stomach pumped. He's a bit defensive, and I've never had my stomach pumped, either of naval issue semen or of any other kind of semen. With minor variations, the story has stayed with me ever since. Say what you like about Tony Goon. He was good at his job. Wow, it really bugged him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it seems I like. Wait, you know, I wouldn't want to go down as an urban leisure or some sort of semen swallower. I, I know, you know, I know, but like he's. He, What's it? Uh, the lady doth protest too much. Yeah, yes. thou doth protest. Too I, much. I think it happened. Seems to me like it. it now, happened. I, now I it think happened. it happened. Now I think we it happened. We all know it happened. A what, couple of Richard, times. Can we, if we could get a doctor, if there's a doctor listening, that would be willing to call in and discuss the medical risks of having, uh, of being, uh, 
a British rock star with his stomach full of semen. The number is 201-209-9368. Michael Jackson's doctor would probably know, right? He's been a guest on the show. That's right. How yeah, did that you guy. get that guy on the show? That was bizarre. Billy, Billy Nord got him. the weirdest night. It was totally weird. Yeah. Um, someone sent me Michael Cohn's phone number the other day. Really? Really? I, it could just be his office phone number. Or but another I, But Michael I do Cohen. have it. Since but I, I didn't. I was too, didn't want to call it because uh, this guy. I'm not going to say who, but uh, he has. He has like really. Uh, he he goes deep, and so I was like, this could very well be his cell what phone. What circles are you traveling in? I have I have I have sources for all things. Indeed. Wow. How'd I, you refer to meet Dick Cavett, by the way? Yeah. Guy, Dick Cavett? Joe Franklin oh, connected me with Dick Cavett. Wow. Did he think, like, you guys would get along? No, no. He or mentioned, was he like, I hate this guy. Take care of him. No, no. He, he had mentioned having Dick Cavett on his show, his radio show that he was doing. And so I asked if he could put me in touch. Because I had been in touch. with When I moved to New York, one of the first orders of business was to call up Joe Franklin, who was in the phone book at the time. and uh, So that was the plan all along? Moved to New York, become friends with Joe Fra- No, I used to call Joe Franklin. No, but I, I got here and I was like, well, I should, I should get a hold of Joe Franklin. So I called him up and uh, I filmed this thing with him. And then I would swing by his office whenever I was in the neighborhood. He had an office in the like Manhattan Arts building at like 43rd and 8th. That famous place. Yeah, yeah it's it's in uh, the Aristocrats and uh or it was and then he moved <coughs> to another office in that building, a windowless office. Ooh. That was incredible. And uh and I used to call him like once a week just cuz I was just, would always just be in a better mood. How could you not? Of course. Be? And You're uh, talking to Joe Franklin. Joe. Yeah, I would I would I would, because I was, you know, I was, you know, it wasn't always glitz and glamour and Paris to London, <laughs> New York, all in one day for me, you know. And uh, I was going through some tough times, and but I would call Joe Days Franklin, of yeah, and he would be like, Dave, like, listen, listen, can you can you call me call me th- what do you do? Can you call me Thursday at a, a, at noon? Do you promise, Dave? Do you promise? Listen, big news, big news Thursday. And then, then he'd, he'd hang up. And, uh, and the conversation would always be something like that, maybe like some other little tidbit. Then, like, have you ever heard of the William Morris Agency? <laughs> things, things like this. And you'd go by his office, and there'd be, like, a Russian girl who had, like, a, who had just made a cal- come from Kinko's with a calendar she had made of herself or for photos. Totally. That's And then, amazing. like... Some other, like a juggler who had his resume for him. And so just. Joe like, Franklin was like, picture it like this like there was old show business and there was new show business. And there was one final dangling strand connecting two of the two of them mm-hmm. by decades should have been severed. He kept it. That was the last bit. This this string connected from old show business to. to Newer show business, and those you know, those days have been gone forever anyway. But not in his head. 
No, it would it's always amazing. There was he, always yeah. It he was held out forever till the end, and there there would be like a psychic, and there would be like some yeah, so some total Hollywood Danny Rose stuff. Yeah, yeah like Dick so, Fort would be yeah. there. Yeah, you yeah, it would be like you'd go in, and there would but they everyone would be there would be four people sitting there. He had like an audience in his office, just four seats. And they'd have this desk just covered in stuff. Two telephones, like, hello, hello. <laughs> and the four people, there'd be no conversation happening before I walked in the room. Like, I could, you know, I cracked the door open. And you just see these people sitting there. No one saying a word. Joe And Joe would be just like, oh, no, 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 no. I, no, 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 no listen, I, I gotta go. And, uh, and then he would introduce me to everybody. And then I met this other guy who... Who works in the office across the hall, and so I started talking to him, and I was like, "What, what's going on in there? Like, what's he? What, what does he do? Like, what, what's yeah, happening what, in there?" Who's he talking to? Why are they there? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know, for a while I used to go there and just have my lunch in there and just watch and try to figure out what was happening, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. Well, you figure it's like. He, he, he looks like the guy. I mean, he's just so old. It's, it's practically vaudeville, you know. Yeah. He was still operating on vaudeville terms, but I, I don't know. I can't imagine what his ratings must have been. Um, well, but but it was like he was on like two a.m. on Channel Nine. Yeah. So it didn't two a.m. on Channel yeah. Nine. How does he even pay the rent in that building? Rent control, probably. Yeah. Um, but it's so amazing. Like, what's he doing? He's really busy. Have you ever seen? Did we talk about this? When when King Diamond was on the show, it's on YouTube. You talked about it, yeah. I it's, gotta watch that. It's the I, I think the greatest television that's ever existed. I have to say, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, I King didn't know about Diamond. it. It's there's just these little moments that are. I, I my favorite quote is when he, he's talking to me, and he's like, you know, uh, some of my some of my friends who are into your no, he, he's like, now is this true? That uh, you're from you're from Denmark, but your your music is actually more popular in uh, in the United States. You're more popular here. That's what some of my friends who were into your stuff told me. (laughs) And like this like little throwaway line, like he's lying to like just like suggesting that he has friends who are into. Why he's connected? He's Joe Franklin. It's like it's all about. It's all about the two phones. Like he calls a couple Uh, people. I'm sure at one point there was not. There was someone not on one of those phones. He was just talking into it because that's what you do. Yeah, but then you know <clears throat> the, the thing—the one, the guy, um, the guy that he, he said—he's like, I, I don't know what goes on in there. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like, but I think like the whole purpose of it is he gives people hope. Sure. And that's what I realized. <laughs> I was like, that's what he does to me. Like, because I would just be in like a better mood I would after I talked to him. Yeah, I mean, how could you? I mean, he, because he means it, in his own weird way. He at least he means to be who he is, and he wants to reference. You know, he's the ultimate name dropper, and the connect. You know, he's got the whole show business success thing figured out in his head. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's what he sells, and he sells himself as being one of those guys, a Walter Winchell, you know, more successful version of him, or any of those old columnists back then. Yeah, he he was. But the fact that he was around so was long after all that stuff was gone. Yeah, was until 
85. I mean, it was just like three years ago. He was 85. And then, as these things always go in life, he. So I would, I would, I would still call him pretty regularly. And he, and then he would start to be like, "Can you uh, like, l- listen, give me. I I know I have your phone number, but let me, let me um, let me write it down. I want to have it very close so I can reach you at a, at a moment's notice." <laughs> So that was like another one of the things. And um, so I would always give him my phone number again. And then so, and there would always be someone in the office, even when he was out doing something. Did he have a secretary? There would just be like a psychic there that was answering oh, the yeah, phone. Oh, yeah, one of his people. Just like a random people. people. And so um, he, uh, he, so I called the office and, uh, and you know, left a message for him. He called me back, like, you know, soon after that. And then I didn't call him back. And I was just like, well, I'm going to swing by his office soon. And then he died, like, a week later. Just gone. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's life. You're lucky. I mean, I'm so stupid. I lived here my whole life. How hard hard would it have been to walk in and say hello to Joe Franklin? Yeah, he was the nicest guy. And the Ramones went on there. Yeah. Um... I think this is Ing Dave doing the. Uh, Ing Dave, are you going to do the uh, station ID? Well, first I have to do a talk. A talk, but we only have we have two and a half minutes. How long does it take? Chop chop. Toke toke. Taking too long, isn't it? It's taking too long. Do the station He's ID. Stoned out of his mind. He's completely. WSMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9 in New York City in Rockland County, and you're in the matrix within the matrix at WFMU.org. Well done. What? Thank you. Thank you, Ing Dave. <clears throat> the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. I'm sorry when I said it was spontaneous. All right, well, okay, you don't care. Speak to you next week. All right, see you in day. See you, see you, All right. What a guy. Bloody Stump of Bensoners. I feel like this has legs. On the murder wheel or whatever. What's it called? I like the murder wheel. The wheel of shreds. Thanks, That's singular, plural. Thank you, Dave Windorf. Thank you, Tim Cronin. Cool. And I'll leave Battleship here for the station in case you get have dead. You're gonna part with, well, this show. Will, I'll take that. Were you guys now? Were you guys actually playing Battleship this whole time? Yes. Or just yes. With each other, or just no. with with your, with our minds. I was playing. It was incredible. Well, thank you guys. I'm. Gl- I feel like we sorted out uh, your differences. Yes. Or is it good to, t- you know... Clear the air. Clear the air. Thank you for the Francois Hardy record. Thank you oh, for the for Monster the Magnet day. t-shirt. What, Jesse, what button? CD1. CD1. <coughs> I can't possibly screw this up. Okay. We'll see you next week, I think. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.